Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. Uh, Stand by. I, I pressed the button. What's wrong here? Stand by. I got it, Jesse. I got it. No fear. There it is. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. We got him screaming, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo We your number one spot, we your number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo We your number one spot Alright baby, we got work to do got work to do. We got to solve all of the world's problems here today on the December 5th edition of D-Lo and KC. Uh, let's go ahead and do this. I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Back to business. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Let's start with this. Um, we don't really have more details than you. Let's acknowledge you know, someone passed away at the uh, Kings Pelicans game last night. You know, one of our own passed away at the Golden One Center. Um, that information is still, you know, very private. I was alerted to it by the great Sean Cunningham during the game. Uh, thoughts and prayers. I know that stuff doesn't go anywhere, but that's home, right? That's our arena. Uh, those are our people. Uh, and it's just terrible. Like, you never go to a game expecting to see something like that. Uh, be it a med- medical emergencies or, or anything along those lines, you 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 never imagine seeing stuff uh, like that, nor hearing about that type of stuff from from your colleagues. So, um, man, just rest in peace. Yeah, man. just, just uh, I, I don't. And 
everything, man. It's just this this sad, man. It's uh speechless, really. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the right words are, but I'm just trying I'm just saying words at this point. And that, and and that's all they are. No matter what I say, it's it's not going to, you know, console anybody, but there's no way we're not going to acknowledge it. So, we'll get into the basketball stuff and the game and the Kings and the and the goods and the bads and we'll do all of that, but we lost, you know, one of our people last night. Uh, at the at the Golden One Center, man. So we send uh, our love out to the family and and everyone involved, and you know everyone at the arena who helped try to facilitate that situation as the best they could. Yeah. Now on to the other stuff, the less meaningful stuff, but the stuff that we're here to talk about and the stuff that we're here to cover. It was a tough night for the Sacramento Kings uh, last night as they lose again for the third time this season to the New Orleans Pelicans, mm. uh, a team that's sitting at twelve and ten, a similar record. Uh, to the Sacramento Kings, kind of just kind of roughed them up again, you know, for the better part of, of, of you know, three and a half quarters. Uh, it was a 10-point game, 127, uh, 117. You know, KC, as I was telling the insiders on the handoff there just a couple of moments ago, when the, I got, I could, I mean, it's just, it's unfamble to think that the score was 36 to 35 mm-hmm. at the end of one, the way that Sacramento was playing. And the way that it all so quickly disappeared left me really, really concerned going into the second quarter. I'm thinking, that's okay, settle down. It's it's over. We're we're basically starting over. Settle down, get back to what you were doing, and play basketball now for the next three quarters. And it was like the quarter break didn't happen. Everything just kept going, and it really started to spiral out of control for Sacramento. And I was telling those guys that, when the Kings made that run in the third, I didn't buy it. This is the first time. Because we've talked about this before, watching games together. They're down 12. I don't care. It's fine. They're fine. Last night was the first time where they're, they're down, and it was never anything like extraordinary. They're down 12, down 14, where I was like, this run, this run doesn't mean anything. I'm not buying this. I don't think they're tough enough to beat New Orleans. And they weren't. They weren't able to... Get that one extra stop. Make that one extra shot. They weren't able to do that one extra thing uh, that they needed, and they just got outmuscled by the New Orleans Pelicans again. Yeah, I mean, uh, after that tip in by Herb Jones uh, at the end of the quarter, uh, just I tweeted out the time. I said, I don't like the vibes at all. The vibes are are bad uh, right now. I never felt necessarily the way you felt, especially when they got it down to, I think they got it down to as low as three or four. Um, I thought they were right there. I thought they had an opportunity to do it. The thing that, you know, worried me was Brandon Ingram, mm. you know, and they they don't really have uh, a matchup for him. Keegan tries to get physical with him a lot. and well, That was a whole Brand- other issue. Yeah, Brandon, he's too good for that. Like, you're not going to – you're not, in my opinion, you're not going to, like, pressure him all the way out in the uh, 30 feet from the basket and, and, and force him into being uncomfortable. Like, he's going to get to his spots or whatever. I just don't know if that's always the best way to guard somebody like that. But um, I, I didn't think – I didn't I didn't think that, you know, they didn't have a shot once they got it down. Um uh, but at the end of the day, they they didn't. You know, the the Pelicans had a little too much, and really, it's, Ingram is the one. Ingram is the one that's like, he, he's 
he gets the uh, award of the Kawhi watching LeBron go to the scores table award for me. You know, mm-hmm. he he checked in the game. I was like, damn it, mm-hmm. man. What's the score? Oh, we're down six. Damn it. All right. All right. Well, let's try and figure this out. He was a problem. Yeah, he's a problem frequently, and you brought up Keegan Murray there. It's even a bigger problem. I mean, when you realize Keegan's dealing with something. Mm. Um, and I guess, you know, the plus side to them being uh, eliminated from the in-season tournament and not knowing who their next opponent is until later tonight is the fact they got a few days off. And I just am concerned that's not going to be enough. Like, I'm concerned Keegan's going to be dealing with something all year long uh, as it pertains to his back. And he even acknowledged in the post game he was he knew it was a big game, mm. and he wanted to be out there. That's where we're at. He's 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 toughing it out. Nineteen games into the season, oh, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about that, especially the way that he was playing earlier. And this has kind of been, you know, something we talked about last week is trying to get a feel for the Sacramento Kings team, and it's difficult because you've got Keegan who's missed. Five, I think roughly five, and you know De'Aaron Fox has missed five. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you had Trey Lyles miss a, a chunk of the season. Trey Lyles is important to what they're doing. You, you have like a variety of different things going on. You have role players in and out. You've had starters in and out, and I don't know if that's what's taking a toll. And I was telling the insiders a moment ago. I, I've told you this already. This was the first time. I'm concerned about this team. This is really. I am very much so. Yeah, this is the first time where, you know, you watch. I don't know what to make of what we saw in the first quarter, right? Because I'm watching that, and it's as true as it is with the Kings as it is with their opponent. They're shooting the lights out from three. Okay, it's great. They're not going to shoot 70% from three, especially the way that they shoot threes. So what happens when that three ball stops falling? I was confident. That first quarter, I was confident. That three isn't going to drop at this rate, but it's okay because they can play basketball from there. Once it stops falling, they can find other things to do. One of the things that concerned me the most was the fact they were 7 of 11 from three at one point. And the Pelicans went on a run. And a lot of times we talk about shots not falling, shots not falling. Wide open, they're there. Shots not falling. They went during that big run at the end of the first quarter from the Pelicans. They went from 7 out of 11, 7 out of 12. It wasn't that the shots stopped falling. It was that the shots stopped existing. You had, uh, you had, you had 18,000 people trying to warn De'Aaron Fox what was happening behind him. Oh, man. Jose Alvarado uh, came up. And got, Grand Theft Alvarado. In unison, they're screaming, yo! <laughs> got him. Got him. And that was after the turnover to, I think it was Marshall a few minutes ago, uh, a, a few minutes prior. Mm. And it was like, oh, now they're just, oh, oh, they're not missing shots. They're turning the ball over. Oh, they're not missing shots uh, from three. Just they're missing everything. And that's that that was that was concerning because when they got back into the flow of shooting threes, guess what happened? They didn't fall. Mm. So they missed like their next, I think, like six. Before I, I, th- I think it was Malik. It probably was because Malik again was that spark. Malik Drake bars perfect. The Goldberg streaks over. What? What are you talking about? M- what are you talking about? I don't even know. 
Oh, it wasn't a Drake Bars game. That's I right. Know, I don't even know what, it, know what it, he's talking about. It, it, uh, uh, President Jack Tunney <laughs> came in and overruled. <laughs> Jack President Jack Tunney uh, called Jesse uh, at uh, about 4.02 and said, hey, sorry, Jesse, this cannot be a Drake Bars yeah, game. Yeah, I, I don't know It what is illegal for quarterfinal games to be Drake Bars so, games. So, as of right now. Jesse, can you confirm that undefeated. call came through? As of right now, the Kings are still 10-0 in Drake Bars games. Yeah. So, the Kings are still 10-0 in Drake Bar games. Yeah. And... One streak that did end, though, was Malik's. The Kings were undefeated when Malik scored 20-plus points. Mm. He scored 20-plus points again last night. And the King, I mean, look at the numbers. The numbers are there. De'Aaron Fox, season average. DeMontis Sabonis, triple-double. Malik Monk. Now we can look deeper. I was about to say. I See, mean, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. The wait, wait, wait. We're not going to do that. We're going we, to bring that up in the first, the first segment. I wasn't going to, but you okay. said the numbers were there. Well, again, <laughs> there's a triple-double from DeMontis. If, if I told you there's a triple-double from DeMontis Sabonis, De'Aaron goes for 30, his average, and, and Malik scores 20. Keegan's in double digits. Are you feeling confident that the Kings won that game? Yeah, I'm feeling confident they won that game. I'm feeling confident for sure. I mean, they put up 117. That's far from a far from a terrible number. Mike was even like, that's, that's, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough to win I a game. I uh, But – it wasn't because you gave up 127, which I think opens up the discussion of what you said at the beginning of the year. This could be a problem. Well, it could and be that, a problem. It, the, the, the fact that Mike talked about, I think Kevin Herter, d- different people talked about the energy expanded on the defensive end might be influencing what's happening on the offensive end. Man, we see the game different today. I didn't say, I, I, th- th- those aren't my words. But just who they are. But th- those but aren't my words. Not, that's not what I think last night was. Like the the record last year for games over one fifteen was like was like I, I'm just throwing a number out there it was like twenty four and five. I mean, yeah, it was had, a high percentage. Means, was, but that means they percentage. had five losses. It wasn't mm-hmm. thirty and zero. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna lose some games where they score, and and the other team scores more than them too. Malik Monk scoring over twenty. Say he scored twenty thirty five times. They ain't gonna go thirty five and zero. They lost last night to a very good Pelicans team, a team that matches up with them well. So that's a very good basketball team. They're 12-10. Tw- I said yesterday they're on the same level as the Kings. I think the Kings are a good team. I think the Pelicans are a good team. I said, yeah, I think James was trying to come in here yesterday and say, you know, a team that's below you. I said, don't do that. Don't do that. They are. Maybe, maybe in There's the no- standings, but I think they're on the same level as the Kings. Hmm. I said that yesterday. And I still think that today. Well, let's come back. You said we don't see the game the same way. We don't see last night's game the same way. Let's talk about it. Uh, we're just getting started. There obviously is a lot to talk about. Uh, it's Dealing with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be live yeah. this Thursday giving away a PlayStation 5. Uh, we would love to see you um, 12 to 4, a live edition of Dealing with KC inside 32 Bruce Street at Sky River Casino with an opportunity to win a PS5. We'll talk about all of that throughout the day. It's Dylan McCasey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That is great. I don't know. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I guess the broadcast kept saying it. Obviously, we weren't listening to it, but I saw a tweet that said um, Tyrese greets his parents after his first career triple-double. And I was like, that can't be right. There's no way that that's Tyrese Halliburton's first triple-double last night. But I I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, And I don't know. (laughs) Y'all can admit, this is a safe spot. Everyone's agitated that the Kings got eliminated and the Pacers didn't. This oh, is this is I, safe. Like I thought about that. Y'all can acknowledge I it. Like about that. oh, the yeah, amount of people, yeah, yeah. the amount of people. Uh, you know, because I, I, you know, we we had to work at KSFM, so I, I got a, I got I got to the arena much much later uh, than we normally do. So I got to talk, Bruh, Guess who I met leaving? Who's that? Shot Town. <laughs> I'm at Chicago, right outside. Chicago. The, shout out Shot Town if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to talk to a bunch of different people on my way in. Uh, salute. We appreciate everybody who stops to let us know we listen. They listen to the show, man. That's we love. really appreciate yep. it. But everyone was like, "Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this." But did you see what Tyrese just did? I. <laughs> I really wanted them to win. Now I really, really want them to win. And it's okay. It's okay because it's not just the, – the, the teams are linked, mm-hmm. for better or worse, especially since they're both you know pretty good, mm-hmm. and especially the fact that like these aggregated NBA sites won't stop tweeting about it. Right. Like it's going to live forever. Indiana fans should be happy. Sacramento Kings fans should be happy. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be a thing. Right there. Yeah. And uh, Tyrese was exceptional last night. I told KC and came in. Tyrese was cooking while we were doing the KSFM show. I was like, boy, man, look at the Pacers. Like, all right. And the amount of, like, alerts that pop up on my phone as I'm driving to the Golden 1 Center. Halliburton, blah, 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 Burton, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, Tyrese must have had, like, 50 tonight. Oh, my God. He had a, a great game. Mm-hmm. He had 26. 
But he had that four point play at the end. That I was, was like, epic. Oh, that was gracious. Epic. That's yeah. on the that's on his Hall of Fame highlight oh, reel yeah. right there. That was that an was epic nasty. play, man. Yeah, that, that was nasty. That was big time. Uh, to your point, like yeah, there is a part of me that's like, ah, you know, let me let me get you know De'Aaron in the same spots that you know Tyrese is at. But it's not even Tyrese; it's Shabano. We, we can, <laughs> he had a we big can, time three too. We cannot we cannot have Buddy taste happiness. Like we just cannot. <laughs> Buddy had a big time that. three after after the four point play, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you know. You look at you look at what's going on with Tyrese, and he's getting his shine, or whatever the case may be. Aaron got his shine; is getting his shine. The it's, broadcast all last yeah, night, yeah. talking about he's an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. you know, and all this other stuff. So, like you said, the aggregators they try to pull it up every time Tyrese has a good game. Not every time Aaron has a good game, but every time Tyrese has a good game. And I, I meant it when I said I'm gonna do everything I can, you know, to not let NBA Twitter ruin my enjoyment of the NBA and of somebody like Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, yeah, no way. Tyrese Halliburton is an excellent ball player. Uh, I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy, love seeing him, you know, get get cooking like he was last night. And what is what is Richard Jefferson doing? Why is he still on my television? Is, he, is it how he's dressed right now? It's not just how he's dressed, but he's he's leaning over like it's Shanae. <laughs> Just looking at her like with the most like side eye, like bro, she forgot more <laughs> basketball than you. What are you talking about? Get out of here. He, yeah. he had his um whatever the button up all opened again. He was doing a segment on Riz and all that. So Richard Jefferson, this is just his on thing, what? I guess. On a segment Riz. on what? A what? Riz. That's what the kids are calling like. I guess it's like oh, game charisma. now. Oh yeah, charisma. Like having game and stuff. I'm sorry. The kids call it. Riz. They call it Riz. Yeah, you got Riz. It's like having game. I hate kids, bro. Yeah. I swear to God. That's what they. That's well, the thing it's, it's now. Short, it's short for charisma. I didn't, I didn't no, even know I that. I got that. Yeah. That's dumb. That's yeah, dumb. All right. Do, all right. Y'all kids do you. Y'all kids do you. <laughs> or, 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 see, let's go back to our early discussions. It was, uh, um. Oh, Kenny screwed the whole day up. This jackass walks into the studio like, hey. So he does the thing where he goes, hey, I, I, I was going to say something, but I don't want to derail us. And, of course, I'm like, well, what is it? Pissed off 30 minutes later, here we are trying to get stuff, you know, done for KSFM. We got all this nonsense going on because this dude decides to start a deep discussion with, at 1030. With Don. This is this corner to the culture with Don. And not to be like, we're not trying, like, it's a, it was about Jay-Z and like Kendrick and Cole and Drake. And it was this deep discussion about impactful records. And it's 30 minutes later, like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? We got work to do. What was that? What's our what's our uh, what's our version of of Riz? Tight. <laughs> uh, tight. Yeah, that was funny. tight. Yo, fresh. Uh, tight. That's funny. Tight don't make no sense. Tight doesn't make any sense, <laughs> especially when you realize how much more impactful the 49ers are when you. What, what well, did they have see, to do well, again? I'm, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, what football. What did they do? What did they do? Well, what? I'm I'm just talking about football here. Yeah. It's a football terminology. They had to loosen the box. That's right. That's what they had to do. They had to Kyle. Kyle's, Kyle's, like, Kyle, like, Kyle's not even official, and he threw a flag. Well, 
what do what do they say? What do they say when when they got a bunch of the defenders? Where don't 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 talk about they because Troy Aikman is a one man pause moment. Like he is a pause <laughs> moment one after. There's a TikTok video of a group of girls listening to a group of women listening to uh, Troy Aikman call football plays oh. and reacting to it. Oh. They're worse than we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's your boy KC right there. This this is y'all dude right here. I have here. to say, that's what they had to do to, to kind of open up the offense. I do love the idea of tight. <laughs> tight. Yo, yeah, that's, that's tight. tight. That's awesome. What are you talking about? That's a, that's a awesome. See, what fre- are you talking about? Yo, fresh lived. <laughs> Like fresh lived from like the early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Fresh lived. Fresh makes tight sense. Di- tight died. That's like, tight. Oh, that's tight, yo. <laughs> nah, that, that, that died. That's our version of Riz. <laughs> Wasn't Riz a B two K member? Uh Rasby. Oh, Rasby. Yeah. And they okay. are well, Yeah, well, that's you know. In any event, let's go to the Chetty House. Jay Cliff says, if that was just a regular season game, would be would we be this down? Um. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I I think so. I think so because. Well, hold on. Are you down? I'm not. Okay, but I can. I, I understand people like yourself, and you're mm-hmm. not alone, Michael Jackson. Um, who wrote that record? I don't know. I okay, don't know. I just worry about who sings. Just, okay, the song, I just want just. <laughs> Okay, if y'all don't know, go ahead, Google it. Go ahead, Google it. I just worry about who sings the song. I don't get into all that. What are the initials? Uh, <laughs> R. Kelly. I'm not going to say his name, but uh, uh, R-, R. Kelly. Um, I think uh, the fact that it's the third time they lost to the Pelicans. It has has a lot. To, like if there was no end season and it was just a regular season game and they lost for the third time to the Pelicans. Yeah, I think that that's that's part of the reason why. I didn't think about this last night as it was happening until Kyle brought it to my attention, and now it kind of just lives in my head a little bit. Is there anything to that? Because obviously it it was a regular season game, which is part of my. I don't know. I might feel better if it was just an in season tournament game and it didn't count. Like, all right, whatever. Like, so, it sucks, but all right, it's fine. Hey, so look, to that point, I guess a little bit, there was part of me yesterday I was like, I wanted them to get to the semifinals at least, get to Vegas at mm-hmm. least, right? Mm-hmm. But there was part of me like, kind of glad that's over. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that whole extra weight of this in-season thing is over, and now we can just focus on being the best regular season team we can be. So – the thing Kyle brought to my attention was it's like, is this another case of, because I'm not comparing the two, but it is what it was. Indiana beat Boston in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Sacramento was at home against the New Orleans Pelicans. They lost game seven against the Golden State Warriors with a chance to move on in the playoffs. Is this another case of, you know, he used the phrase "win or go home." It's, it's it's a bit dramatic, but they are eliminated from the end season tournament. Is it is it is it another like man? They, if this is the, the NBA considered this a big game, yeah, and they lost at home again. Uh, well, no, and this is this is why this is why I'm surprised with how you feel about this game and to what Kyle was saying. Like they just won a win or go home game last week at home. Sure. Sure. They just did that. Mm. And then we talk about, and I'm not telling you how you should feel. I'll be clear. That's not what Kyle posed the question. Right. He, no, I no. I'm just, think he said, yeah. 
Can't believe they blew it again. That's not how the <laughs> conversation was. No, I'm just saying that in general for anybody who, who's thinking that way. And then, so I'll speak to you about being concerned about this team. They just won a big time game against the NBA champs. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not. I don't have they, a problem. I, I don't have a problem with that. Two weeks ago, they went into but, Minnesota, and they were the only team to win in Minnesota so far this year. That, that, that's that's fantastic. And they also got run out the you know room by the Clippers. Mm-hmm. They've they've lost to who who in the Clippers. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't I haven't looked at the numbers. This is this is this is I'm just I'm basing this on personnel and coaching. Mm-hmm. That's still considered a, a physical defensive team, right? Yeah, yeah, good. They got defensive parts. M- maybe not maybe not what they you know were a couple of years ago, but still, that's that's kind of their moniker. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to look like man, that is 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 the is the word out. On how you deal with Sacramento. Well, I'll I'll push back on that. That's what Denver is. Are they? Okay. Uh, Denver defense. That KCP, Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, um, when Reggie Jackson plays, you know, he does good on the defensive end. Uh, yeah, they they hang their hat on the defensive end. So I I look at it as really, – Is that a physical – that's a physical team? With KCP and uh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon yeah. definitely is, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. With I'll, with fall back. the way I look at this game and the Kings right now in general is, and this could be a good or a bad thing, I, I, this is for discussion, they're about where every other playoff team in the West is right now, mm-hmm. trying to find their footing and be consistent. Mm-hmm. They're all around the same seven to ten losses. Mm-hmm. Aside from, I don't have the standings in front of me, but I, I got them. What do you need? Maybe uh, Minnesota's, Minnesota's fifteen and four. You know and they're above. And Oklahoma the City's different, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're they're at six losses. But then you got Denver, who's fourteen and seven. Denver obviously been dealing with the Jamal Murray issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix, who plays the Los Angeles Lakers tonight, those two teams respectively are at eight losses and nine losses. You've got Sacramento. You've got Dallas, who kind of flipped the script a little bit. Dallas has kind of come back down to earth. They were up mm-hmm. there in the vicinity of where Minnesota was. Uh, to start the season, they've kind of come back. They're they're now in 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 the eight loss range. You've got New Orleans, who's beat the Kings three times. Three of the King the Pelicans' twelve wins have come against Sacramento. They have ten losses. The Clippers are a game under five hundred with ten losses. And then you have the Rockets, who are kind of settling down a little bit with three straight losses. Now uh, they're at nine. Uh, and just for fun, we'll point out the Warriors are nine and eleven. Well, that's always fun. So if that makes anybody feel better, be <laughs> smiling like Bonta if they lose again today. <laughs> I can't decide if if if, if Happy Bonte is my gift when the Kings win or the Warriors lose. I don't know. I just Happy Bonte just is. Such I think a, it should be Warriors lose because that was his face when the Kings lost. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But I do. I really love Bonte in front of the Golden. No, Wings that's Center. no, that's classic. Bonte in front. I was. That is I classic. was thinking the firing it off again last night. Had they gotten the dub, but so, you know, had to put it away. That's a classic. And, but I, I just i I look at them, and and the other thing that is in common with all these teams outside of OKC in Minnesota, the Kings are in that group as they've had to deal with some type of injuries. You know, they've lost. Uh, five games to Fox, five games to Keegan, and trying to, you know, work around that and work through that. And same thing with all these other teams. Phoenix still hadn't seen Bradley. Bill Book was out for a little bit. Um, you know, the Pelicans, I think Brandon Ingram 
might have been out for a few games, and they were trying to figure some stuff out. Nuggets with Jamal Murray, like all these teams are trying to work through some early season injury stuff, and they're all around the same place. So yeah. uh, that I guess that's where. So let's. I'm not as concerned. Let's reframe the conversation a little bit. Okay. Are you okay with the way the Kings have been playing? Because we could take the concern out of it because no, I, I think mean, your point's very, very, very valid. Everything you just laid out about the conference. Let's just focus it entirely on Sacramento. They could be playing better. So if you if to, to get off the fence, no, because I think they could be playing better. So you're I not happy with the way better. that they've been playing? Yeah, I want okay. them to play better. Okay. How? How can they play better? Yeah, like what? what's missing? Consistency. All right. Consistency where? <laughs> look, I, I, all right. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Straight look, up. look, look I, Jesse's damn near salivating because I, I think Je- <laughs> Jesse's ready to fire off too. Y'all are ready. Well, look, but Y'all look, are ready. Go now, ahead. Now, look, to be fair to me in this situation, what's in the notes? I didn't even know this was a discussion until I got on Twitter and people were killing this guy. And in the notes, I was like, I think we should fall back on the guy a little bit. Like, he just got done having some good games. Jesse, what do you think? I'm not going to go at this person yet. I don't have any beef with him, really. The player. Yes, the player. The player who who be. E-May one and E-May two over here. I'm concerned about the Kings because Mike Brown has basically said, like, to hell with the backup point guards. We're just going to play. Like, this team I feel like has not big issues, but, like, there's. It's Malik. Malik is the backup point guard. Yeah, he's the backup now. Like, there's holes, like, with this team now, even with guys like HB2 maybe. Hmm. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. At, so I think out on HB like everyone else. I think Mike hears the like. I think Mike hears the noise, mm-hmm. and he and and Jake, and I think Matt followed with questions about Harrison Barnes. And he said something that frustrated me last night, Mike Brown. But okay, go ahead. Go, go. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. see if I can get the video pulled up then. Um, sure. But he. Is it fair to say he defended him? Absolutely. Okay. There's he defended him, and like we talked about at the beginning of the season, and I don't think this is wrong necessarily. I don't think there's a wrong. There's a level of respect that they show Harrison Barnes yeah. as a coaching staff, the players around him, and once again, it's not wrong. Harrison has earned that respect. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> what he's been in this league, mm-hmm. in the in the man that he is in this league and in that locker room. He he, he definitely deserves that respect. To say, to ask if he defended him, I absolutely he defended him. Okay, I'm going to, I, I kind of made like a little mental note of where this was. Uh, we're going it, to, it's, it's going to take me uh, two seconds to get this set. But uh, shout out to, uh, this is Matt George. Over at ABC Ten, Maddie McQueen. Uh, he posted that he. I, I'm. I'm just going to his video. I know the Kings post these. I'm just going to his video because he. His was the one I was watching, as I was catching up on Locked On Kings, and I kind of had the time marker about right. So there's some games where he goes off and he's he's very present in the game. That's 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 Jake. He asked about Harrison, mm-hmm. so I started a little there's like that's Jake like asking Harrison. It just like looks like he's just there. Yeah, you know, I mean. We got a lot out of him. I, I thought he did a nice job on with Zion. Now, obviously, he didn't score the ball at the at the clip that you hoped for. 
But for us to score 117 points, especially uh, you know with the turnovers we had in the first half, uh, that's more than enough. We just got to do a better job uh, defensively in a ball game of this magnitude. We got to take care of the ball and do all the little things, and, and we di- we didn't do it. You know, like to give up a free throw tip in with point three or whatever seconds is to end the half. That's not good. Your mind's not in the right spot uh, to win a, a game of this magnitude. <clears throat> Building off of Jake's question, there you you mentioned pregame, um, like each player has helped identify their role and, and sit, sure. share in front of the team. Can you share the specifics of what? Harrison's identified role is and what you are looking to see from him on a night-to-night basis? Uh, you know, we're still defining the role, so it's not, you know, it, but I can tell you just in general. He's- I'm going to hit pause right there because mm-hmm. that line concerned me. We're still defining roles. Hmm. 20 games in. Let it rock. Let it rock. going to have to help us rebound. Uh, he's going to take on some tough defensive assignments. Right, and then you know he's gonna uh, shoot the ball when he's open. You know, I don't. The one thing that you guys have to understand is I don't call any plays for HB. Everything he does, he kind of gets off of others, and so <clears throat> you know that's gonna bring a uh, amount of, uh, of inconsistency too because he doesn't get a single play call for him. And um, you know when he's had big games, it's been him feeding off of others and all that type of stuff. And, you know, we, we didn't – I don't know if – you know, I'd have to go back and watch the film, but I don't feel like we touched the paint enough. And, and you know, they send a lot of guys to the paint. But I don't feel like we touched the paint enough. And then when the ball got sprayed uh, – excuse me, and, and then the ball gets sprayed. You know, I felt when we touched that paint, a lot of times it was to try to score. You know, and HB is, is, a, is really good – Feeding off of us touching the paint, spray happens. He either shoots it or spray, swing to him, hard close out, and and he snap drives and gets by people. He didn't have much opportunity to do that tonight, you know. But again, you know, we didn't shoot the ball well from three, but you know, 117 points is uh, is plenty enough to to win a ball game of this magnitude. You said That's you- uh, Mike Brown, uh, Jay Gaden, and Matt George uh, on the questions right there. Uh, what was it that bothered you? So I don't have a a problem with Mike defending Harrison, and and honestly, like we're gonna talk about it because that's what this is what we do. We're gonna talk about it, but honestly, I didn't think twice about Harrison uh, last night. You know, good or bad, um, one of the nicest people in the world who. Never has anything bad to say about him. I ain't even gonna put his name out there. But he texts me immediately after the game. Always very nice, very pleasant. And he texts me immediately after the game. Box score, circled Harrison, trash can. I said, damn. And then you get on Twitter and everybody is going in on Harrison. I was like, man, I didn't even I didn't notice him. And I don't even I mean that in a positive way. Like I didn't notice him good or bad last night, but everybody was going in on him. So, you know, when we're thinking about it, I was like, man, I don't know if today's the, the day to go in on Harrison because we've gone a two-week stretch where we haven't said anything about him and he's played, played fine. fine. So mm-hmm. the first day that he doesn't play well, we're going to yep. talk about him. That's not fair. But the thing that bothered me about what Mike Brown said is when he talked about we don't run any plays for Harrison. And I don't really want to hear that, Mike. 
I don't want to hear that because we had uh, examples in our face yesterday of three guys off the top of my head that I'm sure the Pelicans run no plays for. Mm. Herb Jones, Mm. Murphy, and Alvarado. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'd run no plays for them. And they are unbelievably effective. And they were last night with their activity, with hitting open shots when they get them, taking open shots when they get them. I, that's that's where I was like, nah, Mike, I, I just I don't want to hear it. I'm not even going to say I disagree or anything because I told you I'm going to leave Mike Brown alone and let him coach his team. But I don't want to hear that. That, ah, well, you know, Harrison, we don't run any plays for him. Go get a rebound. He had four last night. But if you know you're not getting no shots, go, go get some boards. Defensively, whether it's right or wrong, whether it's fair or not, I see the look in these people's eyes when Harrison is guarding them. They look at him like food. They switched to get Harrison on him. Ingram was doing it last night. So defensively, so it's an issue as well sometimes. I don't I just I think he needs to be more active, period. Like I don't want to hear he don't get no plays ran for him. Because there's a lot of guys that affect the game and and, and you know really, really help their team night in and night out without any plays being called for him. Hmm. Can Mike get can the Kings get to where Mike wants them to be defensively if what you just said regarding Harrison Barnes is accurate? If he's looked at as food, if guys like Brandon Ingram and not every team has Brandon Ingram, he's mm-hmm. special. Every team has a player that they deem special that can work. If they're all trying to get Harrison on them in some way, shape, or form, isn't that a problem? Isn't that a problem for what Mike wants to accomplish with this team defensively? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. I mean, I, I look at right now how I feel. I think he uh, – I was going to say something. I don't know if I feel that way. I was going to say he's – the. The, the weakest defender of the starting five. Um, I even think in some cases Herter is is better. Herter rebounds. Feels like Herter's him. busting his ass. And I'm not I'm not saying that Harrison isn't, mm-hmm. but it feels like Herter's really impactful in a variety of different areas. He he's he was white hot to start, mm-hmm. uh, and then things kind of kind of cooled down for him. And I think shots got a lot more difficult. And then late third, or particularly the fourth quarter, it was it, it was Fox time. It, it, it was fourth quarter Fox time. Like he was going to try to put that team in a position to win. And of course, his uh, tag team partner Malik Monk was out there, who by the way played 32 minutes last night mm. uh, in that game. And there's probably a discussion to be had about what Jesse just brought up a minute ago, and it's the fact that it appears Malik Monk is the Sacramento Kings' backup point guard now. Mm. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk a lot more about this game. Jason Jones will join us in the final hour of the show. Uh, TK's out sick today. Scott Gobranson's on a bye week, so uh, we've got plenty of time to talk. You can get in on the phone lines if you'd like to, uh, 916-909-1320. We've also got your opportunity to cop a PS5 at Mm. our live show coming up Thursday, Mm. 32 Brew Street inside Sky River Casino. We're working on the guest list for that one. Uh, We should have it all nailed down for you. Uh, by tomorrow, but we would love to see you out there. 12 o'clock, Sky River Casino, 32 Brew Street, 
uh, live show uh, in the building with a chance to win a PS5. So we got all of that coming up. Stephen McCasey on ESPN 1320. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN 1320, as well as 102.5 KSFM, partnering with Kiki's Chicken, all of the Kiki's Chicken in the greater Sacramento area, trying to make Christmas a little bit brighter for kids this holiday season. If you have the uh, means and opportunity, drop off any new unwrapped toy at any Kiki's Chicken place uh, in the greater Sacramento area now through December 16th. Uh, All of the toys uh, stay local. They'll be distributed by Stanford Sierra Youth and families, there's a huge need for uh, uh, presents for kids the ages 12 to 18. Uh, so if you can contribute, you could drop them off today, tomorrow, at any Kiki's Chicken location. If you want to hang out with d with KC, we're going to be out uh, at the one on Auburn, I think it is. Yep, 5120 Auburn Boulevard on December 16th from 11 to 1. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you want to hold out till then, perfect. Uh, but we could use your help with it. Didn't you say Nikki D going to be out there with us too? I, th- I think all of us are supposed to be out oh, there. That's dope. Actually, Nikki isn't going to be there because oh. she's traveling that day. I remember I asked her. Ah. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I asked her what ATL her plans were. Shouty. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's Nikki D for sure. <laughs> Nikki, hella country. I love talking to Nikki. Her and, her and Nelson, so damn country. Yeah, those are my people. Those are my people for sure. Well, he's here. He's a little late. Yeah, I want to see what the hell But he's here. TC, your name was in them streets yesterday, bro. Man, I, hey, look, th- check it out. First, what's up with my two brothers? Mm-hmm. What's up, my guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, just chilling, man. First of all, before we get started, I'm going to send my condolences, man, to that, you know, that fan that happened last night, man. That was sad. Yeah. That was a sad situation last night, bro, for sure, for sure. Yes, sir. I just want to start it off right, for sure. Now, as we as we get in on this team, check it out. I don't, first and foremost, let's start with I love Mike, but that last night was one of the first times I was really, like, super sad at Mike as far as with his rotations, as far as not giving other people, like, time. I know we got the starting five. Some people say they don't show up, but when you got people turning the ball over, sit him down for a second. I'm not saying bench spots. Sit him down. If he, if he ain't got to go and sit down, HB, like, what happened to opening up the bench, Mike? You get what I'm saying on that note. As far as defending him, I'm, I'm with you, KC. Every, like, there ain't no defending HB. I understand he's a stand-up guy and all that, but HB, you got to do more. Mm. You, you you have to do more. If not, then we have to move on. Like, I would have loved to see Kessler in that. Kessler, you know what? Jump out there. We don't know what you're going to do, but you might do a little more than uh, what HB was doing. You get me? On another note, like, Sabonis, I don't care about that 26 points. You play with this dude on the Lithuania team, man. How you don't know how to guard Jonas? How you don't know how to guard that man? How how don't you know how to keep him off the glass? This you hugging and doing all this after the game. You should know this guy, bro. I'm tired of dudes don't like dominating dude in the middle. I'm tired of him standing in the paint when somebody. I know he's not some amazing shot blocker, but at least jump straight up and defend somebody, bro. This dude was doing dream shakes, three sixty spins off the like 
I'm like, come on, Domas. I love Domas. But, like, I'm not finna. Nobody's getting a pass with how they played last night. Domas has to be better defensively. Monk was turning over the ball a lot. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know who else isn't getting a pass? Yeah, I was about to you, say. All this King you stuff cooking, is cool. You cooking cool. way we'll too much a, right now. We'll get to all that. Where, all this King stuff is cool, but nah, bro. Where was you at yesterday? Nah, hey, I was busy. Hey, what? Hey, hey, I was busy. Hey, what? Check it out. Hold on. I was busy, but I was in the chat tapping in. Look, check it out. Hey, that was a dominating win. Kyle, listen, Kyle didn't get in his way. He didn't get in the team's way. He let every look. He let Brock cook. Hey, Philly. Hey, Philly, better get it together, bro. Seriously. It's a juggernaut. I'm going to get my boys due. They dominated. At first, it was looking kind of shy. I'm like, they, when I seen they didn't score, I was like, is it going to be this type of game? But then when I seen Philly can score, and then we took off, I said, man, it's going to be bad for the league. <laughs> hey, man, you said you like Sirianni better than uh, Kyle. You would take Sirianni over Kyle. You still doing that? Put a clown suit on that boy on Sunday. Hey, dude was over there looking sick. Hey, I told you Sirianni's <laughs> just funny. Hey, if you would have seen his face. I was watching his face yesterday. Hey, after the game, I was like, this dude's sick, and then Kyle going to do something slick like give him a long hug after the game. <laughs> that boy TC was really he, – he, <laughs> Jesse gave the longest leash in history, and that man was just he, – he was cooking on the king. Like, hold on, man. You talking about all the stuff no one wants to hear you talk about. I literally called it yesterday. He literally dropped the line. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan got out the way for Brock. <laughs> TC a wild boy, man. TC, TC's true to it. <laughs> wow. Not a shred of credit. <laughs> TC is a spectacular dude. Spectacular. He, said, he said Kyle was going to do something slick, like give him a long hug. Part of me just wonders if he can't wait for the 49ers to get their ass beat. Oh, oh, he's gonna be he gonna call it at 12 15. Mm. Well, he, he was saying too, like, like oh, 49ers he's saying too, oh, yeah, Philly's gotta figure it out. They gotta figure it out soon. Like, what do you mean they gotta figure it out? It's fine, TC. You're a Niners fan, they don't have to figure out anything. TC, only you heard me once say, yeah, the Buffalo Bills gotta figure it out, guys. No, yeah, you definitely did not. I'll tell you, the kid, yeah. the 49ers, they lose this year, or they don't win a Super Bowl. TC calling it 12. He calling it uh, he calling 11. It, uh, he's calling it jazz call times. He's calling it 12, <laughs> 12 01. Where the, uh, uh, young Zell is still playing by the time he calls. Uh, let's check Let's let's check the, the HAL meter today. Leezy, what's Uh-oh. going on, man? Yo, what's good, D-Lo and Casey? Uh, yeah, it's, it's about a four. Man, I was all happy and excited, ready to talk to Keith, and then y'all got TC on the phone talking about this Eagles game. That was last week. We got to move on. That what was a good, last week. What a good, the good news for you, uh, Leezy's on your side, or uh, TC's on your side, Leezy. He wanted uh, the Eagles people, to win. A lot of people on my Eagles side now that we win, and you know, but last year when I was talking about nobody was down, but you know, that's, that's just how it goes. Man, don't nobody like uh, y'all, man. <laughs> hey, we'll see you guys again. Don't worry. No? Hey. hey, you might. <laughs> you might. <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta worry about the, the rest of the people on your tier. Don't don't worry about we'll us no more. Up. Don't worry about we us no more. We on another Dallas? level. You worry about the rest hey, of the people on your tier. Right now. I ain't nobody worried about Dallas. All right. Uh, okay. 
But anyways, hey, man, I'm, I'm tired of talking football. Hey, I'm talking about Keys. I was at the game last night. Shout out to D-Lo. You got me up. What's up, D-Lo? That one up. brother, D-Lo. Hey, <laughs> um, we, you guys earlier were talking about consistency being the problem for the Kings, and I couldn't agree more. Like, it's been kind of an up-and-down season, you know? We had Fox out with the injury. Keegan's kind of been in this sophomore slump here and there. And then with the rotation, things are kind of crazy. You don't know if it's Davion, Keon. We all know what's going on with the big men. I feel like the biggest thing right now is consistency, consistency if I could say it. And um, what do you guys still think? I'm always in, in my mind is always on trades. What do you guys still think about, like, getting, like, a defensive weapon, like, smart? I know people hate Zach Levine, which is crazy to me, but as you've seen last night, sometimes we need a guy that can just go get a bucket, and he can do that. Um, but just what do you guys think we can do to improve the roster? Mm. That's what, is that where we are? That, that's a real question. I'm not trying to be – like, that's where well, we are? I, is this is this the Harrison Barnes effect, or is this well, really where we're at? I mean, that's – I mean, we're talking about two things. I think a lot of people are talking about like what what Jesse talks about with the backup point guard, and then the other part is Harrison. I mean, there's also the aspect too. If we want this team to become title contenders, yeah, there is like a, I don't want to say a glass ceiling on this current roster, but you are going to have to make moves. Like those are like that's just that's going to eventually have to come no matter what. Mm. <clears throat> I. Unless you think this team can be like title, like title contenders with King, this current Kings set of lose, players. Kings lose, we'll call, we'll, but Harrison has fourteen instead of four. We, we, we doing this? Probably not. Are we though? Because like, isn't that just par for the course? Harrison then play well for a few games, and then he drops his fifteen, and then he's gone for a while. Yeah, that's well, it. I mean, that, well, that's Mike had to know that. Monty had to know that when they signed him. Yeah, they had to know that this there's 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 an upside and a downside to this, they, and they they did. They did. They they had to know that. Because if that you decision. signed him at 30 with the thought of he was going to be different, mm-hmm. that's your fault. Uh, I Well, let's call a spade a spade. Let's just say what it is. They were looking elsewhere. Were they? I think so. Okay. I guess I'll just speak for myself when I say spade a spade. I can't. I can't. Say for sure. We believe we believe right that here. they were. We 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 know we know there was contact with Toronto. We know mm-hmm. that for sure. That's all I know for sure. I I I there's, I, there's other stuff out there about about Coos, and Coos mm-hmm. didn't fit what they were trying to do, and vice versa. But they explored other options, and none of them were really there. They decided, all right, we'll come back to HB. I'll put it to you like this, though. I don't think they came back to HB thinking he's going to be here for three years. They came back to HB thinking, good deal, need be, we can move him, whether that's this year or in the summer. Hmm. But I think that's that's part of the, the bringing Harrison back. Okay. You're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRX, QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. You can watch the show as well, 1320 TV on Twitch, YouTube, uh, and the app formerly known as Twitter. Everybody getting there? Huh? Love HP. No, I'm sure you do. It's right there. No, I'm sure you do. It's right there in the notes where I say we're not doing that with HP today. 
I don't know what notes you're... I'm looking at my notes. I don't know what you're getting all worked up about. Uh, everybody getting their stuff off here in this first hour. Kamara's on the line. Hey, Kamara. We're we, we, we cooking in this first hour. TC to Leezy to Kamara. What's up, man? Kamara's stopped uh, long enough. He, he, he stopped shopping long enough to call us. <laughs> well, look, the other thing about it is... See, this why I be saying the way things I say. Now, Kamara, you're not in on this, on this situation, I don't believe. But... Couldn't get nobody to call first hour yesterday. Good game. Niners look good. Good stuff. Now, oh, 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 now they want to call when they think, I didn't forget about nothing with these Niners. I didn't forget about nothing, TC, Leezy. Couldn't find none of y'all yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, Kamara. It's all good, man. Hey, like, get it off your chest, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, hey, I got those fear of gods, man. Those, I'm, well, yeah, those are fire. Those are fire. I'm a, I'm a fan yeah. of those. I was I was kind of yeah, iffy yeah. on him going to Adidas and what it might look like. This first shoe he knocked out the park. I love those. Yeah, knocked it out the park, so, man. Oh, stop it. Different tax brackets. Oh, oh stop it. Kamara and oh, Kamara okay. and Casey and different, different tax brackets. I mean. Relax, relax, <laughs> relax. Um, yo, you know, listen, man. Um, I'm not going to get too much on HB because it is what it is, and you know, OG and whoever's not walking through those doors to save the Kings. At the end of the day, we got, we got to call a spade a spade. Listen, I, we love him. We, we, we champion him. But I'm going to say the quiet part, part out loud. Um, this game falls on our superstar. didn't play like a superstar last night. And you saw how Tyrese, he played like a superstar. And, you know, De'Aaron, he was, I mean, he had five turnovers in the first half. And he was, he was um, shooting the ball inconsistently and, you know, he, he missed some key free throws, and we lost by 10. And so I'm not – listen, he's been playing at an MVP caliber level all year, but if we would have gotten I, – I look at that as a C plus. I know the points and everything, the, the, the stats tell a different story, but if we, you watch that game, we know what a A1 De'Aaron game is. Heck, if he would have played that game on the way he played on Saturday in Denver, I think we would have we win that game. But he just he, – he gave it, I think, with like a C – minus De'Aaron game, and we need him in order to get to where we need to get to and cover up the, the weak spots in the roster with HB, whomever, we need our superstar to show up and play like a superstar. Demonis showed up, because if Demonis didn't show up and then De'Aaron showed up, the conversation would be like, where's Demonis? What's going on with Demonis? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think we've got to be honest. Okay. Well, the, um, the, the honest part about that, though, too, is he shouldn't have to play his A game every night. If you're the team that you want to be. He should be able to play like he did last night, half 30, and you have your version of Herb Jones. You have your version of Trey Murphy. And you have – I brought a 13 last night. Yeah. Like, you you should be able – he should be able to have 30 on the spotty game because he didn't make his free throws. You know, he turned the ball over a little bit. It wasn't the best game from him. C second is a little harsh. First, second half of the first quarter, he turned the ball over a ton. He finished with six turnovers. He turned over four times in the first quarter. Yeah, he finished with six. Yeah. It's not good. So C probably is about where it's at. But, yeah, I, I, just, I just need a I'm little bit push. more from, from one other person, I'm, whether it's Harrison Barnes, Trey Lyles, or the backup point. He didn't shoot great. But you mentioned the four turnovers. I'd also mention, because you got to tell the whole story, Doc. I wish you'd tell the whole story. The Kings best, you know, the Kings in that first quarter, everyone was cooking. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Except 
for five. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, as I'm watching that quarter unfold, he laid out. He did the equivalent of laying out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple of times, he's you know, Marshall got him. Alvarado got him. But he 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 let everyone do what they were doing, whether it was Keegan, Herter, Domas, whatever. He let them rock. And I felt like he never – let's also remember, I think it was the second quarter, in a play that I don't think I've ever seen in the history of the NBA, De'Aaron goes to set a screen – Alvarado, I, I guess, trained for combat, whips his head back into De'Aaron's lip. De'Aaron gets called for a foul and sent to the – gets called, I think, for an offensive foul. Yeah. I, did, I didn't – the foul call, I understood the foul. Alvarado didn't whip his head back? That's not what was called the foul, though. The what, foul was called on the hands low. He has his hands open. Like that, like people um, get caught up in Alvarado's reaction with his head and everything else like that. And they think that's what the foul, the foul was. Fox, two open hands into the back of Alvarado. And I don't like the, but when he challenged, I was like, they're not going to overturn that because we see what that is. Like we, we, Then the coaches did a job of identifying that. They did an awful job of identifying that because I'm watching the replay on the screen right outside where we sit on those that big like quad screen watching the replay there. If I can see that before the timeout is called and they can't, mm-hmm. this whole system is flawed. They made a mistake calling for that challenge. Ultimately, it did. didn't matter. Yeah. It, like it it, 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 it didn't matter worth anything. But De'Aaron's got blood gushing out of his face while getting called for a foul. Because he had two inconsequential hands on 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 Alvarado. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the okay. call, the foul call, but I okay. knew that's what they called, and I was that's that's they're not going to overturn it, whether it's a foul or not. They're not going to overturn that. So, yeah, it sucks. All right, an interesting game, interesting game for sure. Then you had the incident with. Uh, Valanchunas and, and Trey Lyles. Don't cross. I, I, actually, I think someone tweeted that uh, Valanchunas and Trey Murphy got into a conflict. <laughs> All right. They that's really that. don't try. They don't. Like, that's just the dude on the opposite team. Like, they, come on. Yeah, Trey Murphy's his teammate. <laughs> like, like, just care about your job a little bit. Like, just, like no one caught it. <laughs> But y'all still tweeted that out into the universe. That's all right. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> it was actually Trey Lyles uh, who got into that that little. I didn't even see what started it. It looked like Valanciunas was pushing him. I didn't see the 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 Trey Lyles swipe at the head or whatever it was until like the third replay. Yeah, yeah, Trey. Yeah, I don't know if we should have done that. They got tangled up. Regular. Little, Regular little uh, dust up. I'm glad the re- the ref section handled that the right way. Yeah, ref caught it quick. Yeah, yeah. he he he, well, he even how they disciplined everything because yeah. you could have made the argument Trey should have been and Willie Green wanted it. I understand uh, that Trey should have been thrown out. And Willie Sirianni out there calling <laughs> for an ejection. See now you right. see it. Now you see what me and Casey have been talking about. You see it. But I think the the um, the refs handled that like. Like regular human beings, like people who understand basketball. All right, give Trey a tech because he probably deserved it. And Valanciunas really didn't do much of anything. Yeah. Um, and keep it pushing. 
it was probably related to something else. See, like that's that's the other thing. If you go back and watch, there's probably something that happened to play earlier or two plays earlier, or maybe it happened three or four plays in a row, and whatever slight tussle that was in that moment is what set Trey over mm. the top. Well, they had some the arms were flying a little bit on both ends. At least he didn't choke slam anyone well, this time. He was he was ready. And TC says something about Sabonis with Valanchunas. You're like, man, you play with him, you don't know how to box. Valanchunas. If Fox, or excuse me, if uh, Sabonis is an ox, what the hell is Valanchunas? A boar. <laughs> Come on, man. Giant-ass dude, The dude, man. he had 18 and 11. He averages 14 and 9. That's a big Like, he's going to, th- that's, that's, that's where, and TC's not alone, but a lot of people, how can you not stop Valanchunas? Well, you know, he's, he's pretty good himself. He's- He's a starting center on a playoff caliber team for a reason. <laughs> He's pretty good himself, so it's not as easy as just stopping him. The guy did uh, have, you know, triple-double on him offensively, defensively. A tough guy to stop. Tough guy to stop. So, Jumbo says he's a moose. <laughs> a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. May very well be that. Yeah, very man. Well be so, that. I, I, the, you know – Kings, I don't. I didn't think yesterday was the the time for, or today I should say, is the time for. You know, this team, this guy should be traded. They need to upgrade here. All this other stuff. I, I just didn't. I didn't feel that way coming out of that game. You know, I, I, there's there's guys that I want to play better, and I think can play better, and I think you just demand that of them. I don't. I don't know if they necessarily need to go or anything like that. You just you demand it. Like I said, the only thing that got me is when Mike Brown was talking about we don't run no plays for him. I was like, that's not an excuse. He's got to be more impactful. He's got to be more impactful. What do you guys think is not clicking? Is it just a matter of the guys got to play better? Because I feel like we've heard like every week now it's just kind of like something like with the offense, like, oh, we're missing something or it's just something's not clicking for them or something like that. Like it's just something is missing with this team, I feel like. I don't know if it's a player or what, but it's just. I feel like their identity is lost. That's that, that, that that's like, fair. I think. What what did you say that? Or I think Kyle said. What are they? Thirteenth. They they they're they're like middle tier in terms of the offense. They've lost four. I think I think Kyle said it was like four or five offensive rating points at this time last year. Like what what is your identity? Like what do you want to be? Your identity was clear last year, for better or for worse. Your identity was clear. Now you're kind of, you know, you're living in that. That plus three area where you were last year, plus three, plus four, uh, no better, no worse, at least at this point. Where are you? And maybe more importantly, does anyone care? Like, do they scare anyone? Because I don't think they do. I think the the idea is push them around, bully them. I don't. I just. I don't. Yeah, we don't see that. We don't see this game or this team the same way at all. Let's get Sam in here. Sam's been waiting. 916 909 1320. What's up, Sam? No, Sam's gone. Oh. All right. Well, sorry, Sam. No, I I don't. I don't see that. I mean, one of the things when you talk about inconsistencies or whatever, the starting lineup has been inconsistent due to injuries. And I think their identity is shooting the three ball. Well, their first or second best three point shooter was gone for the last five games. So you had a guy like Duarte in there. 
yeah, you're not going to shoot the three or you're not going to have the same uh, space on the floor with a guy like Duarte out there as opposed to Keegan Murray. Before that, their best player was gone for five games. So trying to find somebody that can orchestrate the offense and run the offense the way you would with De'Aaron Fox out there or some semblance of it, that was a struggle. We had 10 games now. They didn't play 18. Is this team better or worse than they were last year or the same? Mm. Last year, last year they might have been a little better. A little better. I'm trying to think. And I, I don't even mean at this point last year. I don't even mean on December 5th last year. I mean – do you see this basketball team that we've watched for 18 games or, or 10 or however you want to quantify it, and do you think this team this year, this Sacramento Kings team, is better than last year's 48? What was it? 48? 48, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think it was 48. 48 win team. 48 and 34. I think they're about the same, personally. Okay. You know one thing that I think needs to happen? And I, once again, one-man wolf back, I guess. They need to play Davion more, and they need to get back to having him in the in the rotation. They already did that, though. Like, or why? And and, I'm, and I don't mean that. Like, why would they do that? I mean, why do you think that needs to happen? Because I think he's a, a good backup point guard. I think some of the things that they have to deal with with perimeter defense, he could help with. And number one, you've tried a bunch of other stuff that hasn't gotten you no better. Okay. The Keon Ellis experiment is what? Well, that's Malik Monk now, though. I think we just turned the page on that. Okay, let's talk about this when we get back because this this is a deeper discussion because I have a thought on Davion. Mm. And, yeah, I have a thought on Davion. So we'll discuss that, the backup point guard position and all that. It's Stealing with Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino. We'll be live at Sky River Casino this Thursday uh, doing this show. Uh, at 32 Bruce Street. We would love to see you there. Dylan McCasey in front of a live studio audience. Uh, we want to hear from you. Come through, hang out. Uh, we're working on the guest list now. We had to wait for last night's game to end because we didn't know uh, if, if if our crew would be in Vegas or if they would be here or what the case would be. Well, I know where they won't be, and that's Las Vegas. <laughs> so we're going to see if we can get them over to Sky River Casino. So we'll have that all laid out for you, but make your plans to be with us this Thursday at 32 Bruce Street. Dilo and Casey here on ESPN 1320. Get in on these phone lines, 916-909-1320. Temperature check after the Kings' uh, third loss to the New Orleans Pelicans uh, and elimination from the in-season tournament. Next game will be Friday against two. We'll find out tonight. Mm. They'll play the loser of the Suns-Lakers game in either Phoenix or Los Angeles uh, on Friday. Then they'll come back to Sacramento. They got a game against Brooklyn on Monday, and then another game uh, in Los Angeles on Tuesday. Mm. So a a tough stretch of basketball uh, coming up for the Sacramento Kings. Nine one six nine seven thirteen twenty. Jesse, let's start with David. What's going on, man. Hey guys, my name is David. First time caller, so a um, little nervous here, but really appreciate the show. Really appreciate what you guys talk about. Been a big fan for a long time. Thanks, David. Um, no need to be nervous. We're just yeah. talking. Thank you. Um, um, mostly because I want to talk about basically I think the thing I'm noticing is they're just they're missing their open threes 
And last night was a classic example. And meanwhile, Herb Jones, like, he couldn't miss from his open three. And I don't know where the stats stand now, but, you know, weren't they kind of towards the bottom and open threes made? And so we're 18 games in, you know, that's a little bit of a trend and not just like, oh, that's a statistical thing that will, uh, you know, even itself out. So I'm kind of wondering if there's something bigger going on there. Yeah, that's uh, it, it. Sounds like the bat signal just went up for Will's because uh, I don't know that he tweeted those numbers last night. Those are something he normally has an eye on, uh, partly because of his conversations. Uh, he did post some corner three numbers, uh, but I don't see anything about open threes. That's one of his. Uh, well, I think it's one of Will's and Kenny's uh, favorites. Yeah. Uh, we'll get an update on that, David, and we'll we'll have that for you. Certainly on on uh, Thursday because I know Will said he wanted to come through Sky River Casino on Thursday. Yeah. I'm I'm of the belief if you're generating the looks with this group, they'll fall. So I don't, they they might be below where they were last year at this time or last year over the season percentage wise or something like that as far as making them. But if you're producing them, they'll it all balance out. The same thing we talked about with. Uh, Kevin Herter, earlier in the season, remember he was shooting twenty percent or something like yeah. that. Now I think he's up to thirty-seven percent on the season. Like it'll, and he's not gonna like to get to thirty-seven. He had to shoot fifty percent or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna shoot fifty percent the whole time. At the end of the season, it's all gonna be about thirty-seven or whatever. And I think that's the same thing for something like open threes. Like whatever, if they're below their average right now, they'll they'll get up there. Let's get our man Chicago in here, 916-909-1320. Chi-Town, what's happening, baby? What up, though? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, dog. I'm mad I missed you yesterday, man. Dang. <laughs> hey, I was surprised I seen him coming outside. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> he was all by himself. Like, it was just me and him outside, it seemed like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. But, yeah, it was nice meeting him, uh, 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 Mr. Well, Dino. I'm here. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm right here. No, it was it was great to meet you, too, Chi-Town. That was, a, that was a, a pleasant surprise on my way out of the arena, for sure. Yeah, yeah, likewise, likewise. And But it was so dead out there last night, man. Well, the game was still going on. Maybe we shouldn't have games on a Monday, man. Why we got to have a game on a Monday? <laughs> there were 18,000 people. In, there were 18,000 people inside. Man, you left at halftime, day. No, nah, I left near the end of the third. Oh. I didn't buy. I told you I didn't yeah, buy the he, run. Mm, he here. was out of there. <laughs> yeah. well, I, well, so were you. Where were you? Where were you going? Shut down. He was outside selling uh uh Hennessy popsicles or something. <laughs> oh man, was that right? What what would you have last night? Yeah, I was doing uh happy hour icy. See. See? Tequila yeah. Oh, snap. Yes, sir. Chicago. Yes, sir. Oh, snap. Hey, what's the next game you're going to be at, dog? I'm like, that need to be a – see, that's your problem. You did on a Monday. That need to be a Friday yeah, or Saturday game. Next Monday, God willing. I am there next Monday. All right, man. But, man, I'm really disappointed, man, especially with your last comment about what's their identity, man, because after the hype of last year – you know, like, man, I'm, we thinking they're going to come through and just be beating on people. So what – and I was done with Harrison Barnes when he missed that three in, in, in oh, San Francisco, on, bro, that could have brought us back 3-1. So after he missed that shot, like, Garnett wouldn't have missed it. Pippen wouldn't have missed it. Nobody <laughs> that – nobody would have missed Kobe. Nobody Garnett! Missed will you <laughs> – 
<laughs> Garnett absolutely would have missed that. <laughs> he also just named like all-time greats. <laughs> like Harrison is in the same category. Look, Shottown too. I'll say I'll say this. Pippen didn't even want to take the shot. Pippen set out. a headache. <laughs> no, he set out. The play wasn't ran for him. Oh, that was a different one. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I ain't playing. And cool coach hit it. Yeah. <laughs> that had a long walk to the locker room for Scotty. <laughs> um, also, I'll say this, Shottown. It, it could be just me. I could be the only one. Like, KC's not concerned about this team. He's not worried about their identity. I am. That's me. That's me watching You're this team. You're not the only one. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one on this show. So I think Jesse is Jesse. You worried about that? You, you, you worried about this team? Like worried about the Kings? Yeah. Not worried. Worry is not the right word, but there's going to be changes. I'm changes uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I'm maybe that's it. And that was the. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was the in season tournament. Mm. Maybe it was the fact that they were at home. And I just saw the Pacers beat the Celtics at home. Mm. Maybe it, it. It. Maybe it's o uh, three to the to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what it is, but that 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 game I felt it kind of part of it too. All three games felt like the same. One, and, and I don't mean like score, because obviously there was an ass whooping in there, mm-hmm. but the the it they all looked identical to me. They've kind of the way that New Orleans played them. They, and no, I was gonna say they kind of said as much too. Like as far as their issues, like they've acknowledged, like yeah, it's not it's not last year. Like, they've basically said that, I think. Like, it's not last year. They're still working through whatever's going on. And that's fine that it's not last year, but I expected you to be better, even if it was Mar- – even if it's 49 wins. Like, I, th- I thought or, – or, 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 you know, they were extremely consistent last year. Maybe that's part of it. I think that is because they're probably on pace to be pro- – I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. I, th- I think we uh, – I think the insiders had – they were uh, – what, what's their record now? 11 and 8. So I think they, I think they did it. They were ten and seven. Yeah, I think they're game better, or something like that, right now. So yeah, they were like ten and seven last year, mm-hmm. and it's it's bar for bar, it's about the same. Right now, and also like I said, eleven and eight with the injuries this year to the starting lineup they didn't have last year. Well, and the, and the, well, there's another component because last year we weren't talking about last year. And that was that was your line at the end of the season. Enjoy this, every win, every moment, because it's going to be different next year. Your expectations are going to be different, mm-hmm. and maybe that's part of what I'm what I'm trying to figure out here are expectations. Maybe they're playing below my expectations. When they're on point, it's your it's your Forty ers thing. For you, yours is a little more realistic with the Forty ers With the Forty Nine, it's when they're healthy. It's not even when they're all hitting on cylinders. Mm-hmm. It's when they're all on the field together. Right, right. Yo, that's a. It's, it's the best. It's the best football team in in, in the league. Mm-hmm. With the Kings, it's when they're hitting on all cylinders. They're one of the best basketball teams in the league, and I don't think every. I, I mean, that's that's kind of dumb, right? Because it's what percentage of games are you going to be able to hit on all cylinders? But I don't think every team, when they're doing everything they set out to do, I don't think every team is as good as Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think they're hitting on all cylinders enough. Maybe, 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 that's, maybe that's part of the problem because I believe that the team, the roster, we're talking about changing over the roster. I think this team, as currently constructed, is good enough. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen them be good enough. 
it's there's just something to where it 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 either the wrong opponent or just the wrong night. Mm-hmm. And that's another big difference between football. Football's once a week. Basketball's three to four times a week. And, and the other thing about this, I think, is, you know, we're in uncharted territory. Last year, you could be 10 and 7, you could be 11 and 8, and you'd be happy about it because we're coming from nothing, right? This year, you're coming from, you know, a successful season last year, and you're looked at as one of the better teams and we're like 11 and 8 like you're supposed to be one of the better teams in the league well we came into some money we don't want to go back to being broke <laughs> right we don't want to go back to being broke but if you look at it you you are that you are one of the better teams in the league just may not feel like it and then i do believe this team is but at, at some point i have to believe what i see and they're not playing like one of the better teams in the league. And there's a story to that too, though. Uh, for sure. There's a story Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think that's part of it. And the other thing about it is, and I, and I talked about this. Can, can and, I cast one thing before you continue? Because yeah. it's related to what you just said. Would you consider them healthy last night? Mm, yeah, I'd consider them healthy. Okay. Absolutely, Keegan. Okay. I know Keegan left or whatever, but he came back. I mean, he, he had didn't. 14. He, yeah, yeah, but he. Yeah, we, we, we'll talk about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but no, I was just gonna say. The bigger picture of all this, the 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 grander picture, goes back to what I talked about over the summer when people were like, second round or bust. That's what I'm expecting. I said, well, just wait a minute. The 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 main goal to get back to the playoffs mm-hmm. because the way the the league goes, especially with them bringing everybody back, the way the league goes is you have the initial season where everything goes great, you make the playoffs, you're happy about that. Next year you may have some expectations. You get to that first round, you lose again, and that's when you start making the tough decisions. That's when you get rid of Jason Williams. That's when you get rid of Nick Anderson. you be like, okay, if we're going to go to another level, we're going to have to make these tough decisions. And I think they might be. I'm not saying they are. I don't I don't know. But they might be in that second year with Jason Williams' phase. Hmm. Uh, let's get Lewis here, 916-909-1320. Lewis, what's happening, my brother? Hey, 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 fellas. Uh, hey, happy holidays to you. I hope you all are having a great season. Happy too, holidays brother. going forward. Yes, sir. So, you know what, uh, man, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I, I liken what's going on with the Kings right now to what sort of um, Deion Sanders in Colorado caught, right? They they won those two games early, and then all of a sudden, everybody's um, Super Bowl was playing Colorado because they knew there was attention, they knew there was hype, and Colorado caught, caught whoop-whoop. Right now, what I see going on with the Kings um, – I see everybody understands what we're doing. And what we seem to continuously be doing is um, the high post dribble handoff to the man curling who then throws up, you know, the off-balance three. Um, I think we need to add a couple of new wrinkles um, to to our, our potion. I'm going to hand out some awards and I'm going to hand out some, some critiques. 
I love the fact that Fox got 30 points. Love it. But he missed four free throws that were critical free throws. They weren't just free throws, free throws, right? The superstars and the folks that are really, truly elite, they hit open shots, and they and they make free throws. They hit open shots. And um, too many missed open shots by Fox. Too, he missed four free throws. We could have used those points. Um, but my biggest, my biggest thing is um, I thought we – just looked horrible on 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 the national stage, and it's a shame because I think the team is better than this. Um, but with that being said, something's got to be done at the three. We're just not getting enough from Barnes right now. Wish we had Dylan Brooks, but mm-hmm. um, but at some point we're gonna have to probably address that. Harrison's not giving us enough. Appreciate you, Lewis. I. I... I just man, we're really doing a lot with Harrison right now. Yeah, I don't. I think we're doing a lot with everything right now. He said we look bad on the national stage. We just had one of the greatest wins in Golden One Center a week ago. The week before that, we beat the hell out of the Los Angeles Lakers on ESPN. Yeah, that's that 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 this a lot of this feels reactionary. Uh, Harrison field goal percentage, three point percentage, free throws. All above his career numbers. He's averaging less points. His career, 14.2. This year, 11.8. Rebounds are down. We've been over that exhaustively. But you look at Harrison's points, and you could maybe I'm stalling him out here. I think Keegan's up. Malik's up. Mm-hmm. Hell, somehow De'Aaron's up. De'Aaron's up like five points. Points got to come from somewhere unless you absolutely expect this team to score 120-plus points every single night. And, and my my issue with Harrison, and he's not this player at this point in his career, I understand that, but, you know, when, to go back to Kings Pass, we needed Doug Christie. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about your points, but your impact on what we do on the defensive end and on rebounding is monumental. So that brings us back to Davion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. in the backup point guard position. You said a few minutes ago that you you want to see Davion play more. Mm-hmm. There's clearly something Davion does that Mike doesn't like. It's hard to believe that's something on the defensive end. So I'd love clarification from Mike. I feel like based on what he kind of indirectly says, because I don't think he's ever thrown Davion under the ear or any player under the bus who who wasn't getting minutes. Mm-hmm. I, deciphering the things that Mike Brown says, I feel like it's on the offensive end, and I feel it like it's the tempo in which Davion plays. Got you. That's obviously a critical component to the way that the Sacramento Kings play. Mm-hmm. But if he, if, and I don't know that he is, but if, He's doing what you want to on the defensive end. Are you talking out of both sides of your mouth at this point? Mm. And I don't I don't mean that as disrespectful. You know how much I love Mike Brown, but mm-hmm. if you're asking for better effort defensively and you have what your own team has acknowledged, one of the best perimeter defenders in the entire league, on your squad, on your bench, mm-hmm. 
you as the coach have to make a decision. What's more important to you? Is it what you're saying out loud about what they're doing on, on defense, what, what your team is doing on defense, or is it the fact that Davion doesn't move the ball fast enough or push the offense fast enough? Because in my head, and clearly I'm wrong, but in my head, Davion, go. The hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. That that feels like something that will compute very easily for Davion Mitchell. There's something to this story that we don't know. I don't mean something salacious. Right. I mean there's just something there's just something Davion's not doing that Mike wants him to do and and I don't understand it. I I agree. I don't know I don't know what it is and like you said obviously there's something Mike doesn't like about his game and what he's bringing to the table. Don't know what it is, but I I would start playing him more. You know what I mean? I, that's, what, that's what I would. And I know Jesse talked about those are Malik's uh, minutes or whatever. Um, so Rich was – That might be by default. I don't maybe, think that was a plan. Maybe, maybe. Um, Rich was talking about Rich Ripley. Shout out to him. At odyssey.com. At odyssey.com. Uh, he said somebody in the comments, he's like, yeah, people last night, they're like, what's keeping uh, Davion from being Alvarado? And he was saying it like kind of in a way of like people tripping or whatever. There's part of me that thinks about that. Hmm. I think Davion could be an Alvarado. Now, the difference between the two, I think, is Alvarado is a more consistent scorer. He's got a better jump shot. He's He's an offensive player that found a way to be in this league by just focusing on defense. So he can he can score at a couple of different levels. But I mean they let Alvarado do it seems like maybe there's a uh, it's all part of a system, right? But they they say Alvarado go out there and wreak havoc. Go out there and do what you do. And and we'll we'll fall in around you. A little easier to do when you have a Herb Jones and a Trey Murphy and, and even a Dyson Daniels sometimes. They're better defenders than some of the other guys that you're bringing off the bench or that you're in a rotation. Uh, my, my man uh, yesterday is also one of those uh, top flight defenders, which is um, Hamilton. Is that his name? I can't remember. But, I mean, you got guys like that. Marshall, that's what it is. Marshall, you got guys coming oh, like that. Oh, New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got guys like that. It's a little easier for to say, Alvarado, go do your mm-hmm. thing. But I don't know. I – and it's not even anything on Keon. I don't think Keon played bad. He had a big time three yesterday, um, so he didn't play bad. But I, I just think, I think Davion would help this team. That's that's Kenny Caraway speaking. Carl John- Johnson in the chat. He has a good question. He asked like if he think if his defensive impact like does enough to negate his offense, like the, like how that affects them negatively. I don't think his like defense impacts the game enough, as far as like. To like over counter his offense or whatever, but but so, and the, and and I hate doing this because like I said I don't have a problem with the guy at all. Like I said, even last night I, I don't think he played bad or anything, but they're not respecting offensively. They're not respecting Keon Ellis any more than they would respect Davion. Well, that's the thing though. Like me, along I'm I'm with Mike Brown as far as like I think Mike Brown is just done with those two, Keon and Davion. Like. Keon Ellis was out for a few games or whatever with his, I think it was an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was out for a few games with an ankle injury. Davion got minutes again. He's not playing still. Like, he didn't do anything to whatever it is to Mike, prove to Mike Brown. He didn't do it. Mike Brown's already moved on to where Keon's getting eight minutes. 
Davion's not playing, and Monk's getting pretty much all the backup guard minutes now. Like, I think we're just we're past the point where it's just expecting Davion to be something else. I think Mike Brown has turned that page too. So the the other question to that is, is the way he's going about it, is it the wrong thing? Because if you if you told me we're not really dealing with Keon or Davion and we're letting Malik play 25 to 30 minutes a night, I wouldn't look at that as necessarily a bad thing. Is it a bad thing, though? Do you need another guard back there? Outside of Malik? Yeah. No, not in my opinion. I don't think it's a bad thing. But I, I, it, it, but it, but I, I still pose the question that I asked a minute ago. What, what are you looking for? Because if you're looking for defense, I feel like you've got it. Mm-hmm. I guess, it, you know, some people might argue the same thing with Keon, but I don't think Keon is as good of a defender as Davion Mitchell is. Yeah, I don't either. Um, let's get Sam. Sam's back in here, 916-909-1320. What's up, Sam? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, gambling. There you go. There you go. There you go again. You know, I think you guys are turned into a couple politicians circling the wagons here. Well. But Harrison Barnes, definitely, we need a power forward that can uh, take over. And I would propose Harrison Barnes and Davion Mitchell maybe for, uh, is there a power forward out there that can get some numbers that can implement, uh, supplement uh, Sabonis? So, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. So we're Sam's thinking the, not, we're thinking the same thing. Sam's not wrong. If you believe Keegan Murray, which the way they play him and the way they have him defend, I think they believe he think he, he could be a three in this league. Mm-hmm. If you think Keegan Murray can be a three, then absolutely go get you a power forward. First person that comes to mind, I'm not saying he's the best person for it, but I'd have to look through the league and see what's out there. But if Patrick Williams is available, that's a power forward. That's a true power forward. That might be able to stretch the floor a little bit. Good defender. If he's available, go get him. Have him be your starting four. There's some people that would say start Trey Lyles. I like Trey Lyles more coming off the bench. Um, but if the, the whole key is if you think Ke- uh, Keegan can play the three, then yeah, go get you a four. Go get you a four. You'll get better rebounding. You might get better defending the paint and – it just might fit a little bit because at this point, uh, now that we even think about it, Keegan's not uh, guarding no fours. He guards the perimeter wing all the time, and Harrison is matched up with Zion. Yeah. So defensively, he didn't guard AD. He guarded LeBron. Yeah. The defensively, they treat Keegan like a three at this point. Mm-hmm. So if that's how you view him, which I'm not in disagreement with, but if that's how you grew him, go get you go get you a real power forward then. I don't think it's that simple. How so? To just go get a power forward? I, don't think I mean, it's that, I don't think it's that easy. Yeah, you got to find you the right a, guy. You got to get a starting power forward too. Is that because that's what we're talking about, right? Starting power forward. Um, let's get Patrick Patrick Williams out there. If Chicago getting rid of everybody, see if you can get Patrick Williams. See, people have said P.J. Washington. I would like P.J. Washington I, as well. I, I love P.J. Washington. Let's <laughs> get him over here. Uh, let's get Dustin in here first, 916-909-1320. What's up, Dustin? Hello, Casey. What's up, guys? What's oh, up, man. big dog? How you doing, man? Oh, man, man. Just uh, been listening to the show all day. Uh, 
Definitely, man. I just want to say a couple things. I definitely can feel a little panic from some of the fans, but I do think it's it's a little more reactionary. I don't think we need to necessarily panic, uh, but there is some issues with the team going on. And uh, uh, man, you know, one of the one of the main things. Now, let me just say this: I love Harrison. That doesn't mean you know he's not a good player, a good teammate, and it does feel like he's been under attack by the fans and a lot of people. And, you know, for me with Harrison, the, the, my main issue, and I think it, it should be an issue for everyone, including Mike Brown, everyone, kind of why we want to look at maybe getting rid of him or, or a change, uh, maybe even just taking him out the starting lineup if we're not going to trade him or something like that is because, you know, for him being a veteran, being around at that position too, you normally just – it's important to have a guy who you know what you're going to get from him on a nightly basis. And for me, it's mind-boggling that we have a veteran that is just so up roller coaster. You don't know what you're going to get from him on any given night. Oh, oh, man was cooking. Jesse was like, "Sorry, man, we got to go to commercial." Sorry, Dustin. We'll come back, Dustin. We're sorry about that. That that, that was my fault. I thought I, I didn't. I didn't want you to have to wait through the break, man. We'll come back. Uh, we've got more calls to take. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. I, I had a thought. Now I feel like we're bugging. Like, we got to chill out. There's a there's a lot. This team, I, I think this, so, too. This team is not five games under 500 right now. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot going on. We'll continue the discussion. We want to hear from you. 916-909-1320. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about Sky River, how you can get your hands on a PS5 as well this Thursday. That's all ahead here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Boy, when things are bad, y'all... Y'all want to talk, but that's good. We yeah, love we that. It. Yeah, all right. We're here for you. Uh, let's start with Good Kid, Dad City. Ruined hey. the album forever. I can't say it right anymore because of him. Man, Sean, Sean, what's it? 916-909-1320. What's up, baby? Hey, what's good with y'all? What's good? What's up, big dog? Booty Giuliani in the building. <laughs> you know, Gavin Toosom. <laughs> Gavin Toosom out here. Y'all, y'all gave me uh, Bernie Slanders. I appreciate that. That's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> Man, uh, I- I'm trying not to panic, uh, you know, but last night gave me very much Game 7 vibes where the crowd was there. We were hot. We were ready to see the Kings take that step, and we weren't quite ready. Um, and, and, and I think it boils down to me to, to Keegan Murray and his development. Like, we, we wouldn't be talking about upgrading the three or the four if, you know, he didn't stumble out the blocks like this. And, and we know he got injured and things like that. The shot's not falling. But I, I don't think Barnes is the issue. Um, I do think Keegan's limitations really uh, kind of put Doma Island at times. And, and then you see Domas against your Valanchunases or your loonies, and, and he's getting taken advantage of, and, and the team just doesn't look right. I, I want to... How long is the dump button? Can we dump the last hour and 48 minutes and just start over? I feel like this is my fault. Oh, I'm, you know what? I changed my mind. Everything is fine with the Kings. They're good. Just, you know, a couple, couple guys in and out. No, it's fine. There's nothing to worry about here. This, this, this is a little more than I expected. We got to find a balance because it's a little too extreme. Well, yeah, well, what, what this is a lot. You're not, the, you're not the only one that felt that way. I, no, I, 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 but I didn't feel like this. It was yeah. just like I'm just I'm I'm uncomfortable. Like I'm not sure what what I'm seeing. You know, good kid talking about. Oh, I'm trying not to panic. Well, wait a minute. Pa- like, <laughs> we're, we're even approaching panic levels, are we? 
I don't think so at like all. Like, you start I, to panic when you wonder if this – is this team actually not good? Yeah. That's when you start to panic. I'm not even close to that. I don't think talking about, like, moving HB either. I, like, I'll stall out the fans. I only talk about moving HB is panicking either. Well, that's just an old pastime. But, but also with that's, HB that's – That's a three times a year conversation. With HB, like, we, we having a conversation, so, you know, we engage in the conversation. I For the most part, I think the way they go about things with Harrison – is just about right. If he, it's what I said at the beginning of the season. If he looks like he don't have it, then you play him twenty-two minutes that night and you go elsewhere. If he's cooking, you you know you write that out or whatever. But that's how you go about it. I think in the grand scheme of things, at some point, uh, maybe you're looking to to upgrade that position. But I don't know if it's December fifteenth. I don't I don't look at it like that. You know. Harrison, Harrison's been okay. He's been okay. And this team is just, they're fine to me. They lost the game last night. Oh, they, Julian. They just lost the game. Julian brings up a great, but maybe this is what, I guess everybody just wanted to go to Vegas. <laughs> I guess I understand that. <laughs> hey, yeah, put the guy who hates Casey's laugh on the on the phone. <laughs> is, he, is he here? Thirteen twenty. Hello? He ran again. Oh! God damn it! We're going to catch him. We're going to get him. <laughs> he knew. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows we're up to something. Uh, let's get our man Maddie here. Maddie, What's up, baby? <laughs> what's up with all What up, man? Maddie, is, this, is the sky falling? Is this thing over for Sacramento? What's going on here? Hey, I was gonna say, y'all gonna hate me for this call, in. damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Casey. First off, though, man, shout out for you. Uh, you was cooking them uh, old dusty ass Eagles, man. Uh, this week, shout you out, bro. It's all love, man. I appreciate it, man. Like I said, man, we. I just, I gotta tell them what that, cause they be slick. They be slick. I gotta let them know. Yeah, talk to them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> regarding uh, the sky is falling, man. Um. This is kind of like what I was saying in the summertime when it came to Harrison Barnes. It's like, he, you know, he's never going to be your third best player, right? Because he's too inconsistent. And you're just hoping for, you know, we made the playoffs last season. You're hoping to make another jump to possibly get into the second, third, and, and start contending for a chip. Uh, you were hoping for more out of Keegan Murray, right? And it's been a little up and down with him, too, right? So. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw this out there because I just have to. Uh, Pascal Siakam is is averaging twenty what twenty five and seven or something like that. Would you package Keegan Murray in a deal for Pascal Siakam? No, nah, absolutely nah. not. I wouldn't do it. Absolutely not. I wouldn't do it because essentially <laughs> what you're doing, in my opinion, is you're just. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to give up Keegan at all anyway. But you're just you're you're. What do they do when there's a uh, a hole in the boat. You're using one finger to cover up a hole and letting the water come out of another one. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I got you. What's the what's the uh, what's the 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 infomercial that runs in the middle of the day? The oh, little fix it uh, stuff. Yeah, the, oh man, what is that stuff? That's good. Someone knows it. Someone in the chat yeah, knows it. No, no, you need not, you need that. Yeah, that's what you need. That's not going to bring another leak. Flex seal. Uh, Flex seal. Flex seal. Yeah. By the way, 
Keegan last year, 12.2 points per game. Keegan this year, 12.9. Playing with a bad back. You probably want that up a little higher, but no. I, th- I think it will get higher. I think it will. I think it will. I think, um, I, think I mean, I think, I think the Kings are fine, man. The Kings are I fine. don't think they're f- They're fine. Maybe, they're, maybe they are fine. I, I know what they're not. They're not whatever the hell is going on today. <laughs> I know that. They're fine. I, I had a reservation, but it's, I know it's not this. They're, they're fine as far as, like, making playoffs and stuff like that. Like, they're a playoff team. I think as far as, like, if – I think the next step is just turn them into, like, title contenders now. Maddie had a straight in Keegan Murray. <laughs> That's tough. Hey, man, had a straight and, in Keegan Murray. And, and Maddie said, I got to say it because I just got to say it. No, you don't have to say that. Well, at least he was right. He said, y'all not going to like me after this call. He got us trading Keegan. Shout out to my boy, Matty. Uh, get our brother Eric in here. Eric, what's going on, dog? Dang, what's good, man? How you doing, uh, fam? KC, what's up, man? I'm just calling uh, my my uh, my my yearly, uh, quarterly check-in on my Celtics, <laughs> man. I'm going to change, change it up here if I could. All right. All good. All good, man. Yeah, the Celtics, they not going to, the, to Vegas just like the Kings, man. Yeah, and um, they're not only not going to Vegas, but uh, they're not going to get past the semifinal, the second round of the playoffs if they continue with this uh, group that they're throwing out there. Wow. Um, Chris uh, and, well, yeah, no, we didn't have Porzingis for sure, but to 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 lose like that to the Pacers last night, I mean, how sloppy it was. You know, we resorted back to the one-on-one type of basketball, bunch of turnovers, bunch of lineups in the third quarter that I totally did not understand and just don't know what Missoula is doing. Like, there's no way we're going to win a championship with Luke Cornett, uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 Sam Hauser. Hey, Hauser was uh, hitting last night. What you talking hey, about? was the only one hitting last night. Absolutely. And then uh, we, we, paid, uh, we paid Peyton Pritchard and let Neesmith get away. And Neesmith, he was hey, about he that cooked. action last night. Yeah, hey, he cooked. And he absolutely has improved. And it's just like, okay, we chose Pritchard, and Pritchard can't hit the broadside of a barn. And if he's not hitting, what else is he doing out there? Mm-hmm. So I'm a little concerned. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we get a move somewhere along the line to shake it up and uh, get, you know, get some ballers. We actually got two ballers on the bench that Missoula refuses to play, and that's uh, O'Shea Brissett and, and Lamar Stevens from Cleveland. Eating. Two dog wings that we need, and he just refuses to play them. So, hope it gets better, fellas. Uh, I did want to say real quick, uh, Kenny, we're coming for you Niners this year. I'm a, I'm a Cowboy fan. Okay. Oh, okay. What's good? What's good? Okay. Oh, he got cut off. Oh, he got cut off. I want to hear what he had to say. Yeah, hear. he got cut off. Dude, they're, they're 15 and 5, Eric. Relax. They're fine. They're fine, Eric. Well, and and so <laughs> they're Neesmith thing. Like all of a sudden, they're Neesmith, like now. Oh, they pick Pritchard over Neesmith. <laughs> Neesmith was not worth a damn on the Celtics. Like I'm sorry, they traded him for Brogdon and it was fine. Like they're 15 and five right now. We're not gonna <laughs> sky is falling this because they lost to the Pacers on what was yesterday, December 4th. They're fine. Mm. Hey, happy birthday to the homie Hunter Patterson, by the way. Hey, he, he happy shares birthday, a birthday Hunter Patterson. Yes, sir. Shares a birthday with uh with Hove. Happy hopefully, birthday, uh, Fred Hampton today. Happy, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, KC doesn't treat. Hunter, the way he treated Jay Z yesterday. What? I, how'd I treat Jay Z? How'd I treat him? I said he was well, the goat. Well, you did, and then proceeded to talk for the next <laughs> two days about how. Well, maybe in fact he's not. I said he's the goat. 
All, the, the, whole, the whole precipice of it all. Um, and Fred Hampton's birthday isn't. I mean, not birthday. This was uh, he yesterday. Was yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. 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 Remember the line? Yeah. I entered the world the day that Fred Hampton left. That's right. Um, the whole precipice of the Jay Z thing was people treat Drake a certain way, and Jay Z. Don't do it. The, the whole don't question do, was: Don't do this. There's only two hours of the Jay-Z show left. Drake. Don't do this. I'm not doing this with you right now. I'm not doing this with you right now. Um, well, I guess I guess Eric Eric did bring some levity to all this. Apparently, it's all fan bases. Yeah, well, the 15 and five Celtics just no. It, 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 it ain't it. Like Eric brings up. Aaron Smith got cooked. Was 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 cooking for the Pacers last night. Eric, like he he brought up Sam Hauser. Sam Hauser shooting 48 and a half percent from three right now, bro. Like 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 bro. come on. It's okay. Uh, We're okay. <laughs> Eric made me feel better. It's like, whoo! It's all fan bases. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, that, 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 man, that in-season tournament got people uptight. That, hey, shout out to Adam Silver. Indeed. What a genius! Indeed, what a genius. Yeah. So, like, like King stuff, like it's doom and gloom. Like Celtics, every time they lose, is Emil Doka wouldn't have done this. Mm, That's he, that thing. He would have tried to yeah, fight well, uh, Tyrese yeah. Halliburton. Yeah, That's yeah, what he, <laughs> He would have called Tyrese Alliburton a bitch and called it a day. Is that Manny on the line? Manny hung up? All right. You're listening to D-Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, get your stuff off. Call in, 916-909-1320. I'm putting a chatty house on notice. I'm one more fade away from muting Ramsey. Oh, no. I'm so tired of Ramsey policing the Ramsey, phones. Ramsey, like, Ramsey. Don't do it, big dog. Ram, Come on, Ram, Ramsey's going to be the, the, the first uh, Chatty House Hall of Famer to get muted. <laughs> Ramsey, don't do it. I don't want to see you muted. Ram, Ramsey, don't do it, dog. Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsey is wild. I love <laughs> Ramsey. To death. Man, he, he drives me nuts when he polices these phone calls. Well, well he's not screening them, so it's okay. Thank God. <laughs> He'd probably cut our mics off at some point. <laughs> Ramsey would only put Ramsey through on the phones <laughs> to talk about the uh, uh, g- the women's volleyball uh, little league hey, championship. Sac State. I don't know what oh, happened man. over the weekend though. Well, I don't know if they survived or not. Shout out to them though. Man, Shout out the to uh, the, the women's basketball team though. They got the win over the they weekend. They did. Yeah. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. Saw that video. Uh, saw that video. Um. Again, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in on this conversation that I did not expect to last two hours, to be honest with you, mm. but here we are. The moral of the story is: didn't know there was one. Kings are fine. For, for sure, sure. For sure. For sure. Can we acknowledge Malik is playing? M- 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 oh, Malik man, continues special. to play. Yeah, he's special right now. He continues to play fantastic. Yeah. And he did last night. And more than anything, I. Hate the twenty point streak ended last night. The the undefeated, you know, they were five and zero when he scored. Now they're five and one. Mm. That that felt because it checked out. It was like, yeah, when Malik is cooking, this team, as you said the other day, might be unstoppable. They might be unstoppable. You know, you know what was? Uh, Turns out, in fact, they are stoppable, <laughs> as evidenced by last night. It, maybe they would have lost anyway. But you know the the when I don't know. I'm not gonna say when I thought they were gonna lose, but. The most back-breaking shot of the night was the Kings get it to four, 95-91. Brandon Ingram shoots it in and out, goes 13 oh, feet in the air, yeah. and falls back down. I said, oh, 
Oh, no, it ain't. That one, that took a – you're about to get the rebound, down four. You, I think they might have been on a – I think they were on a 19-4 run or something like that. They were on a pretty hefty mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you was cooking. And you were going to get the ball back down four. Instead, you get the ball back down seven. And it was – nothing was the same after that. No, it wasn't. Um, it does feel like the NBA season – in-season tournaments playing a part in this reaction. And I do think the Pacers thing is playing a part in this reaction because the star, there were two games last night. That was it. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese was the star in one. And on the same night, the Kings lost to the Pelicans for the third time mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. And I think that was another killer. The Pacers won their game at home. They were rewarded for what they had done in the in-season tournament. They're playing a 15-5 and team at home and beat them. Yeah. Um, and, and All of these things kind of. And you know, I understand it. I get it. I understand the feeling. Got to kind of train ourselves to understand that stuff don't matter. But I understand somebody thinking that way because I thought about it yesterday. I thought about it before the game was over. Like the first quarter, I thought about it. I said, oh, yeah, man, got to get this win here. You know what I mean? Got to get this win. And that's like, wait a minute. Relax. (laughs) You just got to train yourself to do that, man. I mean, the Kings are good. The Pacers are good. No cap. It's all good. No cap. More than anything, I wanted them. I wanted them to win for the regular season. I wanted them to be five above. Like I, I wanted. I want that. I want. I, I want them to build that momentum back up. I wanted them to go to Vegas. I, I wanted more that than, too. Yeah, more yeah. Than anything. Like that. I did want them I, to go I wanted to Vegas. them to go to Vegas and be part of that uh, final quattro. Okay. Uh, Manny, what's going on, bro? Manny, oh, man, what are we doing here, man? Like, if I'm calling in as the voice of reason, then this whole thing going to hell. It's facts, I mean, it's facts. I mean, I, I get it. I think it was more like it was the tournament, the whole Tyrese, the game before. And, yeah, you can have some – there's valid worry points. But, like, I got into that Deuce and Mo night chat last night and everybody was losing their mind. Mm. They was trading everybody. They was trading Mike Brown. They was trading HB. <laughs> I mean, they would they, – it was just crazy. It was so negative. I just got out of there. Like, let's not panic 20-some games into the season yet. Like, is there concerns? Yes. Are there weaknesses? Yes. But let's give this time to marinate a little bit before we get all blown up horses, man. Hey, hey uh, and I, I agree with you. I'm just asking because I'm curious about this this guy. Would, would Patrick Williams help the Kings, or is he just kind of an overrated name? Oh, you don't want him, man. That's that's a young – if they think HB is inconsistent, he's the king of inconsistency. Mm. I mean, that, I mean, I, I don't know if it's because they developed him wrong or because they've had, always had issues developing players, but from what I've seen so far, he's a bust. Mm. I don't see how he can help this team right now. Okay. That's Appreciate why I you, asked you. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Saw Morgan last night coming back from a halftime hit. She walks past me, looks right at me, goes, I got a bad feeling, and just keeps walking. <laughs> What? <laughs> sorry, that was, sorry, that was that was Morgan that said that to me. Like, all right, well, I guess we'll see where this goes. <laughs> the vibes were off after that tip in. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. In the first like quarter, oh yeah, yeah, it was bad. I didn't like it was that. Bad. Oh, it was just a collective said, oh, groan no. from the arena. For, for the ones truly like panicking, panicking right now, because I think there's a, I think there's enough out there, like. Are their expectations too high? Because I think, Casey, you said your expectations is top four this season. I think we've all kind of been around, like, along those lines, top four. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not far off from that or anything. Uh, like, 
What's the panic? They're not, and I, I would even say just you know to put it on wax. My 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 expectations are being the top six. Maybe some would say mine are too low or whatever the case may be. But I expect them to be in the top six. If they get into the top six again this year, uh, that's a successful season for th- for the the long haul of what this this group is trying to establish. Mm-hmm. That's a successful season. So. Yeah, they stay in the top six. They'll be fine. And it looks like, I mean, there's the one caveat of, uh, I think, the Warriors and who knows where Houston's going to be. But I think, you know, it's it's the the top ten is pretty much set, in my opinion. I, like I said, aside from I don't know what's going to happen with Houston. Um, and Dallas may continue to slide. But if I had to choose, I'd say the Warriors in, in Houston flip out. I don't think anybody on the bottom is, is coming up or anything like that. Like, you're going to find yourself in some type of postseason activity. Memphis is 5-14. and 14. They're still – was it my math is bad. That's still six games away from Jaws' return, and I don't know what Jaws going to do for this team when he gets back. Portland's at 6-13. and 13. Utah's at 7-13. and 13. Then you mentioned Golden State there a minute ago. They're nine and eleven. Houston is eight and nine. That's the ten and eleven, respectively, with Houston being the ten. Um, and Sacramento, after yesterday's loss, is eleven and eight. They're at the five spot, where Dallas has come back down to earth a little bit. Phoenix and LA play tonight. Uh, that will, you know, impact some things a little bit. Um, Kings need to, you know, rest, regroup, and, and be ready for. Whoever they play Friday, they, they thrown in the chat a couple like this answer a couple times to like they're worried the team might not get out the first round. I think it's too early to be panicking about well, yeah, that. There's, there's, like there's that's no way reason, too don't early think about for that. that. Yeah. yeah, no reason to think about that because there's still moves to be made. Other teams are going to look different. There's still a long there's, season. So I don't think you should be panicking about playoffs yet. There's sixty some odd basketball games to be played. Get, I don't even be thinking about the playoffs right get now. Get to the playoffs. First. So, the, so that's get one thing that's a little different than last year is the Kings mm-hmm. and Mike and De- they're talking about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like they're they're openly talking about like when you you know when you're in the playoffs you got to do this or you got to do that or to make a run in the playoffs you got to do this you got to do that like they're 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 operating with the belief they are a playoff team mm-hmm. and those words didn't start being spoken until you know March last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe February maybe it started happening in February they happened right out the gate so fans hear it. They hear those guys talking about it, so of course they're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we need to worry about first-round playoff exits no. on December 5th. No, and, and I, I'm still, even if you do want to talk, I'm still at the belief, like, that's not the worst thing in the world. That is not a bad thing. I don't thing. think it is either, unless you know, they lose you, to the Warriors. Then you know, it is the worst thing in the terrible. world. That would be terrible. That would be awful. awful. Hey, and, where'd you say Dallas was at? Uh, Dallas is 11-8. and eight. What seed are they? Six. Write some positive S, man. Nobody was talking about it last year when Kyrie and Luca were the top duo in crunch time. And now they're winning and nobody's talking about it. Well, I gave you an answer. That's low-key a good impression. I hate that it was. I hate when I have to acknowledge the impression was good. And I'm sure some people like don't hear Jason Kidd enough to know that that was really good. 
I'm confused why you said it, though. <laughs> Did you just want to get the impression <laughs> off? I just okay, okay, okay. You've been working on it. You were working on it in the mirror, and you're like, I'm going to I'm gonna find the right time to get this off. It wasn't even natural either. You were like, what would you say Dallas was again? What seat is that? Man, All I got right. material to work it's on. It's totally unnatural, but he was like, I'm going to get this off. I was working on it. I was working on it over the weekend in the mirror. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this off right here. Write some positive stuff. Right? That's kind of spot on, bro. Kyrie and Luca, they're playing well. We're winning basketball, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to write about it. Okay, I I complimented you. When they weren't doing well, you always wanted to write about it. You don't. Write some positive stuff. Can we we ask for an answer? I gave you an answer. You don't know how to take a compliment. (laughs) Can we get it? I'm just watching like you guys. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just watching like you guys. I said, see, I said it was good, like, and I praised it, and then he felt the need to repeat it. Well, you didn't need to repeat it. Like, you got it. Like, it worked. That was a good Jay Kidd impression. That was a, it's not going to get over as much as like Doc and some of the other ones. That's a really, really good one. Inside basketball. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really, really good one right there. Um, let's look at what, what's, what's Dallas got going on here. Uh, they got the Jazz next. Dallas went on a 30-0 run and lost the other night. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> that is wild. That is kind of crazy. They lost to the Grizzlies. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they lost to the Grizzlies. That's tough. Get it done. That's a tough look. Well, they lost to the Pelicans, too, so there's that. They did beat the Pelicans once this time. Mm. This year, excuse me. They got Utah coming up. It gets a little soft for them. They got <laughs> Utah, Portland, you see? Memphis. Speaking of Dallas, I don't know, get this out again. Did you see the all the smoke? I I didn't see the entire episode. I saw the clip with Dirk. No, 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 no. So there's some yeah, really good basketball stuff where where Dirk is talking about the MVP trophy, and every time he sees it, all he sees is all the smoke because you know it's he, he talked about how embarrassing it was to be the MVP losing the first round and all of that. Mm-hmm. But they asked him who his crushes were growing up. His answer is tremendous because if you know Dirk. Yeah, I'm about to say what uh, Foxy Brown. I'm about to say what song? Lil, she Lil Kim. Is she on our yeah, station? Yeah. Like, I know how Dirk get down. He went straight to Foxy Brown and Lil Kim. I was like, Dirk, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk is our guy. Dirk I is our Dirk guy. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. There's uh again. I didn't. I didn't expect. Yo, hey, yo, get your stuff off. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. You know, get it in if you want to talk. We'll talk more hoop. I do want to. Mentioned, man, I hated hated to see what happened to uh, Trevor Lawrence yesterday. But shout out to Folsom's finest. Yeah, man, Jake Brown and big ups, big ups. Cincinnati not dead yet. We'll talk. I hate to see. Well, we'll talk about it. But I hate to see that um, poor Trevor Lawrence had to walk ninety. Bro, that's incredible. How did no one get this man a cart? The franchise Uh, had to walk ninety miles, scooter or something. That dude hobbled for 45 minutes to get his leg checked on. It's crazy. Goodness gracious. So we'll talk a little bit uh, about that. Of course, more Kings basketball. Jason Jones is going to join us. Uh, much more ahead of Steeler and Casey. Brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be Thursday. Details on that when we return here on ESPN 1320. Sky River Casino will be there live this Thursday. We'll be doing our entire four-hour show there. Uh, we'd love to see you, of course, inside 32 Brew Street. It's our home away from home. Uh, we're working on the guest list now. We had to get through last night to figure out what we were going to be doing on Thursday. Uh, what we know we won't be doing is watching the Kings play in Las Vegas. Oh. But we're still going to have a good time, and we're going to be giving away one of these uh, PS5s uh, that are 
right behind me. Yeah. Uh, so we're stealing one from the insiders. Uh, we're taking it to Sky River. We're giving it away. Uh, you got to be present to win. We'd love, love, love to see you, uh, and we'd love for you to have the opportunity uh, to win this uh, PS5. So come through, uh, hang out with us again. We'll have the guest list solidified for you mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, we know Will Z uh, is coming through. My man Jake Gaden wanted to come through. Shout out, Jake. Uh, Want to get things locked up with Matt George. Hopefully he can come through and spend some time with us. And then we'll go from there, man. But either way, we're going to have a blast. And, I mean, look, to get lemon and turn it into lemonades, right? It's not going to be the exact game we wanted, but there is going to be a game on. There will be. While, yeah. while, we're, while the show's going on, Pacers and winner of, who is it, Knicks Magic tonight? Yes. Yeah. So Pacers uh, play the winner of that game at 2 p.m. on Thursday. So I still, uh, I still, I still don't get. I'm not it. sure why they went too I, so I early. They could have done a regular NBA doubleheader. Although my only thought is, nah, I don't because it's still bleeding into the game. Maybe once again they're trying to stay away from the NFL. Uh, but the second game will be going on during NFL games. So I, I'm not sure. Not sure what's up with that. You got me, bro. That's your town. Maybe it has something to do with. Vegas events or something like I don't I don't know at all or is it no it's Milwaukee I said Orlando it's Milwaukee in New York yeah it's not Orlando no Orlando was in Boston's uh bracket oh group oh that's wild this whole time I thought it was Orlando no Milwaukee New York tonight on TNT okay that's funny because I was thinking, wait, isn't Milwaukee in this? But when you said Knicks, Orlando, I was like, wait, I know the Knicks are in it. I know Orlando's in it. Well, I guess the Bucks didn't make it. All right. Yeah, Bucks. Okay. So Jesse asked this earlier. The is there a bad matchup like for the finals to where the NBA be like, ah? Oh. No. No. I don't, I don't think, think there so. is either. I, I think mean, having a team like the Pacers or the Magic, who aren't actually in it, but mm-hmm. they were in my head up until five minutes ago, or even the even the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks. Um, the Lakers or Suns would probably be whatever. Mm-hmm. Pelicans, you, you know, like I, th- I think having kind of a a different type team win, I think it would be kind of dope. I I think it would be fine too. Thinking about what the NBA would want, though, if if it was the Pelicans without Zion, that would be. Not idea. Okay. But Zion will be there. So well, it'll be fine. It is Vegas, so I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't man. Be so sure. Oh, man. Endless women and endless food in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, well <laughs> there's that. There is. I wonder that. when they go. They're probably going today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe they just stayed out here or went early or something like that. Two days in Vegas for, for the Pelicans. It's a bad idea, dog. That's just my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. Middle of the week. Nobody shouldn't be, shouldn't be too bad, dog. Nobody needs week. nobody needs extra days in Vegas. Yeah, it's the middle of the week, though. That'd be all right. Okay. <laughs> no no one ever got in trouble on a Tuesday in Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, confirmation for Matt George. He's in on Thursday. There we go. Oh, there we go. yeah. Is this the first Matt, one Matt George has been Matt, to? don't even know. We're going to have Matt do like two hours yeah. with us. Um, Matt, yeah. I'll be right back. You keep going. Just get up and go to the bathroom like James did. You got Matt, you got this. 
go go to the slots a little bit. <laughs> Got to go to the slots a little bit. But yeah, Matt George is going to come too. So uh, that's fun, man. It's it's uh, Thursday's taking shape. It's going to be a fun day. Looking in the chat. TC, first he turns on the 49ers. Now he's turning on the Kings. Oh, no. Pelicans had no issue beating the Kings last night with Zion scoring 10 points. Wow. TC's, TC's one of them fans, man. <laughs> I, just love, I just love knowing that when the 49ers win, it slightly kills <laughs> TC. Just like, just like a little bit. Just like eats him up. No, man. Because he was ready. He had already set the table. The 49ers beating the Eagles wasn't enough. <laughs> he tried. They had to, tried to by raise the bar so high, yep. and they went over the bar <laughs> like two times over the bar that he set. <laughs> and the so, great thing about TC is there's so many fans like him. Yeah, for for sure, for sure. They just waiting for the kid. At least, I'll say this: at least you can find TC. TC will call or he'll be in the chat or something like that. Uh, eventually he'll call. But, if, if it, you know, they'll call. Some of these people, they just lurking in the weeds. They lurking in the weeds right now. They hadn't said nothing since uh, November. Since November started. And said nothing. Just waiting. Let's go to this YouTuber, Mark. Mike's soft training camp came back to bite us. Dudes look tired. Make them run sprints till they puke, Mike. All right. All right iPod, iCuz. Ipodicus? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Ipodicus. There That's, we go. So, so the Kings had a soft-ass training camp. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. I, under, I I do, while I don't necessarily agree, I do understand your angst a little bit. But I think the Kings are fine. It wasn't even angst. This has really gotten out of control. Well, this is way beyond angst. I just said, I'm a little uncertain right now. That's all I said. This, what's gone on for the last two and a half hours, this is not what I said. (laughs) My man said, that's facts, bro. Don't at me. (laughs) All right, Brody. All right, Brody. Call in, man. Tell us about training camp because you was there. Tell us, tell us how training camp went, Hypoticus. I want to know. That's what, that's the way this season's going to go, though. I do think Nico's on point. There's a lot of people I think that just wanted to go to Vegas, <laughs> and the Kings. I can't figure out what it is. No, is Nico, Nico, no, Nico yeah, Suave. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. Catch me. No, no, no. We got a phone. We got a radio. <laughs> just call, bro. Just call right like, now. We, we don't have to do. We don't just call. Just say hey. Man, it's all. It's all. It is. My man and said, look, "Catch me in section two twelve. Like we about to throw hands." <laughs> bro, relax. <laughs> My man talking about a soft ass training camp. <laughs> Hell, James Ham wasn't at training camp, but Ipodicus on YouTube was. Sir. Just, just how loud it's man. That's all it is. I feel like James on Friday. I need to go home and have a drink. <laughs> Honey, give me one of them Moscow mules in a can. Big Don Hypoticus. Big Don Oh, man. Oh, come on, man. Come it's on. A wild, it's a wild day. I should have known it'd be wild. You know, one of the first people I saw yesterday when I got inside was the Hall of Famer. Mm. Mark Spears. Mm. And it was like Def Comedy Jam. 
I got greeted, greeted Mark, and he's looking at me like, no, I'm just checking your fit. Look good. Looks up. Would you get your haircut right outside? <laughs> like, well, nah, just, you know, keep it clean. Go back. Come back. <laughs> and he's looking at me. He goes, what's that? A satchel? Are you wearing a satchel? I was like, well, it's, on, like a, it's a sling bag. It's actually called a wearable wallet, but it's a sling bag. He's like, I'm going to call it a satchel. And he's just looking at me, just getting his jokes off. I'm going to call it a satchel. You cool if I call it a satchel? You walking around here in the satchel. I'm like, hey, Mark, you're the Hall of Famer. You're the Hall of Famer. You call, you call whatever you want to, man. You know, we got to get Mark back on this show. We do. We do. We got to holler at Mark, man. Well, Ramsey wants to. I guess we got to let Ramsey on. Ramsey wants to talk about uh, softball. <laughs> What's up, Ramsey? I saw Ramsey and Katrina last night, as always. What's up, Ramsey? Not, not too much. Just want want to switch topics for a minute and get our minds do. off. You this. never okay, actually you, want to talk about what we're talking. about. Do what you got to do, man. But understood. Do what you do. I, first off, shout out shout out to Jake Browning for going thirty two of thirty seven for three fifty four and a Big touchdown time. last night in overtime in a hostile environment in Jacksonville. Mm. And speaking of the injury that we saw with Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. four of the current seven playoff teams now have backups as their starting quarterback. Mm, Whoa, give me that number again. Four of the seven. seven. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Indianapolis all have backups as their starting quarterback. Wow. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Good stuff. It's good notes. I love, I love, I love when the tables turn though on Ramsey. <laughs> no, he, he's Don, he's Don Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey is really Don Mysterio. Is. Yeah, as soon as he grabs the mic. <laughs> By the way, you talk about taking an L, man. Did I take an L on? Raw I was about last to ask night. you, did something happen? No. How to how to a match go? Seth won. It was a hell of a match. Mm. Seth won, then Drew kicked Jay in the face. I think. Yeah, after. like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted Punk, and they gave me Drew McIntyre. They're doing the thing with Drew Redding. He's been tweeting like he feels underappreciated. He wasn't on the poster for um. He Ro- wasn't yeah, on the poster. Rumble, I think. Oh, is he turning a little bit? Well, he's already turned heel. Oh, okay. Now he's just turning lame. Like now he's just a. You need you need to go to AEW, bro. We don't need Drew in WWE. Can we? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Drew. He seemed like a good dude, but no. You know what we could point out is they discarded Drew when he was skinny. And then Drew like disappears and goes and does all. He's he had the Jinder Mahal uh, the, disappeared. They were all part of the one man band or whatever, weren't they? Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all left and then came back. Just they look different and got these big. Drew was over in that mania. I don't know why I wasn't watching close enough for that Royal Rumble. But that got. I mean, again, it's not his fault. It was the Thunderdome era that got old quick. I'm not buying Drew McIntyre. It's no different than Jinder Mahal. To Drew me. Drew needs a, a pipe bomb moment because this little character is like. Well, that's not gonna happen. Nah, like you said, send the AEW. They need him. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. You need change the scenery. Change the scenery. <laughs> Drew McIntyre to Harrison Barnes. I was gonna go Davion Mitchell. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna go Davion, but that works wow. too. Wow, is Drew McIntyre to Harrison Barnes? <laughs> A champion. Andrew Galloway is all elite. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, that's his that's name. name. <laughs> they can't call him Drew McIntyre, so they call him Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Galloway is all elite. Oh, man. That's terrible. If Drew McIntyre is Harrison Barnes, who's Jay? Oh, he's Malik. 
Malik. Oh, easy, that's a good easy. one. I would. No, I, would, I, I, I kind of feel. I feel like you might be. You might be Davion. Jay treating Jay dirty. Jay keep losing. Well. But he's like they doing they doing Jay dirty. But he's like he's still on TV every day and stuff like that. We know we know wrestling don't matter wins and losses. Now wins and losses don't matter. Well, they need to they need to give my boy Jay a couple wins, man. Fox is Roman. Yeah, Triple Chief. So who's Domas? Seth. Yeah, he's Seth. I was gonna say he could be Punk. You guys like Punk. You don't like, oh, go oh, tell us how you hate Domas Sabonis. Yeah, no, 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 Tell us how you no, hate Domas. No, you, you no, don't. No, don't, no, even, don't, even, don't, don't even, Kenny, no, no, don't no, even. No, 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 no that's to say, yeah. that's to say you guys think Punk is like the second big superstar. So that's who Sabonis would be. I wouldn't call, I said i call him Seth. Hey, bro, did you ever call CM Punk the second biggest superstar in the company? I never said that. Oh, I didn't either. I never I'm said that. Your way. I'm looking your way. Who are you pointing you at, Jessica? at Jessica? The AE? <laughs> who are you talking to? What you pointing at Justine? Who, who, who are you pointing at? I call. Hey, someone go check Justine's temperature on CM Punk. I call. I called. I called Doma Seth, but I know people love CM Punk, so they might they might call him CM Punk. Well, you know Seth, what? No, you called Doma CM Punk. That's no, what I you called did. him Seth. You said who would he be? Uh, Seth Rollins. I said yeah. I said you guys might call him CM Punk. I I said Seth, and you and then you 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 telling me who I'd call him when I say Seth? Well, I'd call him Seth. Not You're the one who brought Punk into this. This is just like when he said he wanted a Steph Curry one. jersey and then changed it up after that. That's right. Switched yeah, it up. This yeah, is exactly right. that. Well, Thank no, you. no, don't do that because you know I love Steph Curry. You know I got. I'm, I've never disputed that. I, I wish you go to Charlotte, go back home, go back home. But you know I love Steph. I think Curry. you should retire. Enjoy, enjoy no, his, his years. Too. There's that too. But yeah, I, it's, it's everybody. I'm the only one that don't like Punk. Who's oh. LA Knight? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys tell me who you think LA Knight is. I ain't gonna say that. Somebody, who do you guys so, think? He somebody, is? somebody DM me and say, Keon. <laughs> somebody DM me and said that. Who's LA somebody Knight? might be right? <laughs> Keon getting an unnecessary push that no one asked for. I don't think we should play this game anymore. <laughs> no. Keon Ellis' LA is wild. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Frustratingly oh, accurate. But they, wild. They know it's all love, man. We 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 actually to be honest with you, I I think I've been been fortunate. Ah say Buddy and Bagley. Eh. I was about to say, since I've been doing this business, you could t- since I've been in the business, you can tell me how this goes. Is it common to have the teams that you follow like you like pretty pretty much everybody that's played for the team? I guess the only two were Buddy and Bagley, but I used to always say I met Buddy a couple times. He was really nice. Mm-hmm. He was a nice guy. I don't know what all this stuff with Sacramento was about, but mm-hmm. Buddy was hella cool. I, I don't have any. When I can when I can say I've met you personally and we've had an interaction and you've been cool, I can't be like, oh, he's a jackass because he, mm-hmm. he was cool when I met him. Yeah, the buddy's still a jackass regardless of how cool <laughs> he He didn't have to say that. Yeah, though. he didn't have to do that. <laughs> There's no reason for but that. But is that common, like, to the people that you cover? Uh, like, I, I've, I've, my... I've had all, like, the whole time I've been here, everybody's been hella cool with the Kings. I, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think so. 
I think so. I didn't know some of the Luke. I didn't know like Luke Walton's teams. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was, I that, that was that was my little break. But uh, Jaeger's teams, mm-hmm. like I really liked Garrett and um, Zach Randolph. I liked all of those guys. So yeah. yeah, I think that's that's pretty normal. Like I don't think we've had. I don't think we've had a bad group of guys in terms of bad people. Mm-hmm. I think we've had a, I think in the past there's been a bad group of guys. They just don't mesh together and their right, right. goals aren't the same. That's the Marvin. Of... That's the, that's yeah. the, uh, uh, buddy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's that group. I haven't had a lot of jerks here in Sacramento. Mm-mm. They've all been, they've all been nice. Yeah. Um, good people. Good people. And Harrison is the best and y'all want to get rid of him. Here, I th- Got love for you. I haven't. I haven't gone there yet. I haven't gone there. I haven't gone there. Let me read what it is exactly in our notes here. <laughs> shout out to Keon too. Keon hit a big shot last night. A lot of people are going to be on Harrison's before. head, but I don't know if that's necessarily fair. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, <laughs> no. He, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Who told you to read the rest? Of With me? that being said, he can't have games like he had last night against top teams. Yeah, no, he got to play better. Also, it can't be all his fault when they lose. Yeah. Yeah. The reality is, these are all Kenny's notes. This is a shoot. This is a shoot. The reality is, they are missing one piece. You want to finish the rest or you want me to? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. And it's upgrading from the Harrison spot. <laughs> wow. This dude, this dude has been baby facing himself hey. for two hours and 35 you, you minutes. You really have. Yeah. You but made... I didn't. I didn't. I said that on the show. I don't know if that's what you do right now, though. I, no, matter of fact, I know that's not what you do right now. That's not the move to make right now. If there's well, a. Well, yeah, because you wrote it down for 250. That's <laughs> 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 not the move to make. Right now, here's the biggest thing about, and this goes back to what we talked about last week. The move that they make, I feel, has to be a championship move. So because of that, I don't want to do I agree. any little, little more this. And I understand what you guys say, but I want to keep all the assets that I have. Yep, you didn't want to go get want, Russell Westbrook for a, a dollar and some envelopes. No, no, I want to keep all the assets because when you when you pull the trigger and make that move, it's got to be one that you believe takes you to a to a championship level. Mm-hmm. I got you. So I'm just I'm kind of if I'm money I'm kind of I'm monitoring everything. I'm waiting in the weeds. It's funny we say all this. I mean, we talked about uh, who was it that called? I think it was Sean. Maybe I can't remember. And talked about Siakam. I mean, remember for like two weeks straight, Shams every time was like, "Yeah, the Kings they're going to be active." They're going to monitor stuff like Toronto and OG and Anobi and Pascal Siak. Just who, who told you anything like that? So I think that that's not by accident. And with the backup guard spot, too, is that fixed now? Are we just cool with Malik Monk getting those minutes? Well, let's hold off on that because I think this is a first. Shy the man is on the phone. Oh, we talked snap. about We talked about everybody it's a calling. Shy the man, what's up, baby? Yeah, what's going on with y'all fellas? What up, Shy? What up, man? Yeah, man, first time caller, long, long, long time listener. Yes, sir. Ever since Olivier ain't been here, he ain't well, been man, here. We ain't seen him. 
<laughs> I knew y'all was going to say that. <laughs> What's up, dog? What's on your mind, man? Not much, man. I just want to bring up the Kings game last night, man. I feel like the Kings didn't play with enough force. Like Mike Brown be talking about, they didn't have enough defense for the Pelicans. Mm. They're going to want to be one of these elite teams in the West. They're going to have to come with way more defense than that last night. Mm. Shy, I don't have any beef with that. I I, I, I like the – you talk about not playing with force. Mm. Use different words. Ag- aggression, toughness. Use all that. Line. I don't necessarily have to equate that to defense, though. Mm-hmm. You 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 talk about this, and I think they do too. Like make them feel you, yeah. right? It felt like they got from that Willie Green timeout in the first quarter. It feels like they got bullied the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made that little run in the third. Obviously, made another run in the in the in, in the fourth. And I'm not trying to minimize, but calling it a little run. Like yeah. no, they they made a run in the third, made a run in the fourth. Uh, but but in the end, it was still it was still New Orleans that kind of felt comfortable with where they were at with the game. Uh, I don't equate the two. I don't, I don't equate force physicality, just the defense. Mm-hmm. I think if we're continuing to bark up that they got to play defense, they got to play defense tree, it's going to be a long, 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 long season because mm-hmm. we're 20 games into this, and we could talk about signs and spurts and moments and all we want to. This team isn't a, you know, I think they're living at 19, 18, 19 in terms of defensive ranking. Mm-hmm. You know, if they can get, a little bit higher than that, cool. I imagine this is in the vicinity of where they're going to be. Yeah. Um, but um, I, mean, I, just I, I think they got bullied a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it that way. I thought they I did. They um, more than anything, I thought they had opportunities to get in in the game and like get it down to one or tied or take the lead or something like that. They they couldn't. I didn't feel like they, they had a lot there. of those. They couldn't. They couldn't get there. They had. Oh, it doesn't. No, no go go go, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying yesterday too. Like, like yeah, they did get out physical, but there was also an aspect too where New Orleans was just hitting big time shots every time the Kings got close. Like, I oh. do think a lot of yesterday was that New Orleans. I guess take it like how you want. I guess they were just the better team on that day. Like I don't, I don't know like how much of it. Like the they've Kings been the better team them. three times. We just, yeah, that's true. They get to own, they get to own. They're better than Sacramento. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. They beat them three times. This yeah, year. and look, and that that's a great point that you bring up too, Jesse. I mean, we we're talking about everything that the the Kings did wrong and what's wrong with them. I mean, tip your hat to New Orleans. Brandon Ingram hit some mm-hmm. big time shots. Yeah, uh, Herb Jones and, and Trey Murphy. They all hit some big time shots. Say it all the time. Those guys get paid too. And I mean, we could whether they're better or not. I mean, we'll, we'll just for argument's sake, say they're better. When you talk about tears, I was of the belief going into the game, and I am afterwards as well, that the Kings and the Pelicans are about on the same tier. They're, they're and that's that of a good team. You know, I think the Pelicans are a good team when everybody's there. So, um, yeah, you lost to a team that hit some hit more shots than you, got more stops than you on that particular night. It happens. Now on six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in on the phone lines, I don't want to. I don't want to leave what you just brought up about Malik in the backup point guard position and how that seems to be his. So we'll uh, we'll dive into that as as well. Um, yeah, we'll dive into that as well. We'll also mention that uh, we're taking uh, new unwrapped toys at Kiki's Chickens in the greater Sacramento area. If you have the means, the ability, when you're out Christmas shopping, when you're ordering on Amazon, when you're ordering 
from these different websites. If you could just grab one more small thing, two more small things, uh, whatever your heart desires, uh, take those new unwrapped toys uh, to Kiki's Chicken, then anyone in the greater Sacramento area now through December 16th, they'll go to a great cause, man. They're going to stay local. They're going to stay here in our city. They're going to be distributed by Stanford Sierra Youth and Families. Uh, we're looking specifically for toys for pe- young people the ages 12 to 18. Again, if you could help with that, out with that, it would be fantastic. Casey and I, uh, we're going to be out at the Kiki's Chicken on Auburn Boulevard, 5120 Auburn Boulevard on December 16th from 11 to 1. So if you want to gather some things over the course of the next week and some change, do that. You can come see us on December 16th. Obviously, we would very, very much love to see you and would appreciate anything uh, that you can donate. We'll come back and we'll dive back into what Jesse asked there about Malik uh, at that backup point guard role when dealing with KC return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I got tired of going to nice restaurants and People asking, hey, how are your mushrooms? Get the hell out of my face. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. How are your Brussels sprouts? They look good. <laughs> I love Brussels sprouts. Go to hell. Yeah, done right. They're bound. Oh, yeah. Done right. They're, done right. They're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You can screw those up easily, though. Yeah. That's the scary thing about Brussels Wifey sprouts. does a great job. Of they stink it. up the house, too, by the way. Yeah, they do. Well, that's why you got to eat them. You just got to right. eat them all. That's facts. Um, just real quick, real quick. Oh, he's <clears> about to just bring up some. He's about to go full Ramsey no, on just, us right I mean, now. Just. Hey, just Long Beach State winning right now or what? Bob Nightingale tweets out the Chicago Cubs optimism of landing Shohei Otani has now significantly waned. One high ranking executive said leaving the LA Dodgers, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Los Angeles Angels, and the San Francisco Giants as the likely finalist. Wasn't that just like six hours ago? There's only four. Oh. <laughs> My bad. I don't think he's going. I think he's going to the Dodgers. Just Charlie, Charlie, Charlie are you doing this thing? Right. Are you trying to protect yourself? No, I just I do think he's going to the Dodgers. From the 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 thing that I heard when maybe about three weeks ago was he wants to go to the Dodgers. The only thing that could stop that is if the Dodgers don't give him the money he's looking for. Do you think this is a bidding war, like a legit? That's like if he has four finalists, he likes all four of them. LA is tough because he probably barely has to move if he has to move at all. Yeah, but it, does it come down to simple dollars? Well, the, this so that's what the the initial report was that I heard. He wants to go to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers just have to meet the money he's looking for. If the Dodgers don't. That opens up the door for other teams. And what was it? You said Toronto, uh, Toronto, San Francisco, the Angels, and the Giants. Oh, the Angels, of course. So if he, so for instance, if he's looking for seven hundred, and the Dodgers are like, we don't want to go past five hundred. All right, the door is open. But regardless of what the, like, if he's looking for seven, regardless of what those other teams do, if the Dodgers reach seven, he'll go to the Dodgers. For- I think that's what's going to happen. I can't remember who it was. It might, might have been Pisan or someone said that the thing in the number for him might be around five. Let's say the Dodgers are offering him five. They had something the other day that said six, didn't it? Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, but let's, let's say it's five, though, or whatever, and the Dodgers are offering him five. If you're the Giants, do you offer him six or 575? Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't think twice. I don't, it ain't my money. I don't care. 
Uh, offer him a billion. <laughs> I don't care. It ain't my money. Absolutely, you offer him. You you find out. You find out if you got good intel, which I don't know the Giants have. But you find out what he's looking for, what everybody else is offering, and you go up significantly. BJ's asking seven hundred million. How many years is that? The way that they're talking, like four. <laughs> And pay that man $700 million for four years. And he's not even talking. pitching the first year. Yeah, that's funny. I love that his agent's already like, no, he's going to pitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to pitch again. It's just fine. It's just fine. And that is your Shohei Itani update of the day. Because we're not doing it for any other free agent. Don't really care. 916-909-1320. Will you care after he signs? Um. Yeah. Well, what I mean, I don't care is I don't care about the other free agents they sign. Now, oh, I, oh, gotcha. I may gotcha. like if okay. he signs and they talking about getting uh my boy Reese Hoskins coming back. You mm-hmm. know, Northern California. That's a good look. They get Yamamoto. That's a good look. Um, I care about the Giants, but I'm not excited or moved by anything that they're doing right now. You'll get AJ Pollock, and you'll be happy about it. Oh. If he has a great season, if he has a great offseason, will you be like TC and not want to acknowledge that Farhan did a good job? <laughs> I, I might be. Will you treat, like, will you treat Farhan like, like, like TC treats Kyle? I just might. Okay. I just might. Okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm like, yeah, if, if Farhan gets out of the way. Gets out of the way. <laughs> yep, yep. Look at the, hey, let the Giants cook when he, Farhan just got out of the way. Uh, let's get our man Peyton in here, 916-909-1320. What's up, Peyton? Hey, what's happening, y'all? How y'all doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, I wanted to talk about the Kings right off, but then y'all was talking about some things that got me thinking. So I'm going to touch on those two real quick, then I'm going to get right to the Kings. First of all, when you do Brussels sprouts, you got to add, y'all add bacon. You got to add bacon. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair okay. enough. Yeah. Fr- you got to add, if you, if you mess with the swine, if not, then I respect that. <laughs> and then, uh, ain't it just crazy that you said give them a billion, joking around, but they really ain't that far from athletes making a billion dollars, man. That's, that's a trip. Yeah, that's facts. And then, then lastly, man, this is one thing I noticed a couple times with the Kings this year. Uh, I want to ask y'all, y'all think the Kings were a better team last year? Mm. And and the, I see the Kings, they whenever they're winning, they give up these big leads. They'll be running and gunning, running and gunning. That's the Kings basketball. That's what we played last year. And then they kind of slow down and lose momentum, and then that's when they give up these big leads. Do you think they should get back to that running gun basketball, and do you think they're a better team last year than they are this year? Um, First of all, I don't put bacon on Brussels sprouts, but I, I'll, I'll put like a, mm. either a bacon substance or I'll put liquid smoke in it. Uh, that probably sounds like it's worked to l- l- liquid, bacon. Liquid I ain't turned down fire. no bacon. Well, yeah, that's 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 not that's not my bag. Um, are the Kings were the Kings better last year? I think I asked you that to start the show. I think, and I feel like mm-hmm. your answer was they're about the same. Mm-hmm. I remember that right. That was today. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think when it comes to running, like sometimes we equate running to them making the shot. They were they were they tr- they were trying to get up and down as much the second part of the first quarter as they were the first. Mm-hmm. The problem was they were turning the ball over, and then they were missing shots. They were missing shots at the basket. Shoot, they were missing shots at the free throw line. Yeah. They were missing pretty much virtually everything. Then it got ice cold after that. Like, I thought the quarter break might reset them. Hey, essentially it's a one-point game starts over right here. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then, 
I mean, I, I, I remember, I think it was around the seven-minute mark, six-minute mark. It, it, it was 36, 35 at the end of one. I think mm-hmm. they were at like 43. Yeah. So like, what the hell is going on here? I don't think it's not moving. I think it's not making. And, yes, they're obviously their best when, they, when they're playing at that pace, that, that, that fast pace. But part of that pace is the shot dropping for them. Because not only are, are they playing a certain way when the, but, but the shot drops for them, that slows the opposing team down. Mm-hmm. They miss that shot. It becomes a two-way street where now New Orleans is running. Yeah. Or insert opponent. They're running up the floor. Yeah, and, and also to that point in that first quarter, one of the things that was uh, was all bad for them was they were fouling entirely too much. Uh, the Pelicans got into the penalty, I think, with about five minutes to go in that first quarter, and it almost negated what you were doing offensively yourself because you were getting these shots up, knocking them down or whatever, and then you would give them free points in the line for the rest mm-hmm. of the quarter. Mm-hmm. And that allowed them to settle down and get back into things. And I thought Stan Van Gundy made a, a good point when he brought up you don't want to foul just because you don't want to foul, get your team in foul trouble, gives them easy uh, free throws. But also to the point uh, of what um, we were just talking about, you're not allowed, you're not able to run. The, the game stops. Yeah. So you, at the very least, sometimes we've seen it a number of times, they score on you, you take it out, and you can push the tempo. Well, you can't do that in the free throw line. You know what I mean? Everything stops at that point. And I thought that played into um, the the switch in energy of that game as well is the fact that the Kings were fouling entirely too much and they were turning the ball over like you talked about as well. They didn't play – last night they didn't play a crisp game by any means. And I think that as opposed to these grand um, – worries and concerns that some people have is, is more the reason of what happened last night. They they didn't play a clean game. They didn't make free throws. They didn't take care of the basketball a lot of the times. They didn't play solid defense last night. And that's going to get you beat. It happens. It does. And part of this one, too, is what's you know tough about these, what's good about these, is you have like four days of rest. You have four days without a game. Mm-hmm. That's the good part. The bad part is you have four days without a game. Yeah. So right. you, you know what I mean. So right. this, so this lingers. And 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 as of this exact moment, you don't even know who you're playing on Friday. You'll know in a few hours. And not that that should matter. Your 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 game plan should should be the same. The Kings have mm-hmm. to play Kings basketball, whether it's against Phoenix or it's against uh, Los Angeles. Um, but that's the the good and the bad, and it's the exact same thing. Is sometimes when you have games like that. You want to get back out there on the floor, you know, a day or two later, uh, correct the things that you watched in film and get moving. But we know Keegan's dealing with something. Mm -hmm. We know that they got a tough stretch coming up with a lot of basketball in a row. So, you know, these these couple of days off probably isn't the worst. De'Aaron was like, that's not always the best either because it's it can be difficult to get back into that rhythm right away. Like you don't want to come out cold. So. Uh, there's there's fine line sometimes. It really is. It it just really is your perspective. Like this this stretch right here could be a plus, or it could be a negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all eyes will be on the Sacramento Kings come Friday uh, to see how they respond to this. Yeah. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRXQ HD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Live on Twitch. YouTube and Twitter as well, wherever you are. We thank you so much for being with us. If you're watching on one of the video channels, uh, like, 
subscribe, uh, and hit the follow button. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it, depending on the platform uh, that you are on. Shout out to all our Twitch users. We appreciate everybody who watches on delay on Twitch and YouTube and all of that stuff. Shout out to all the Odyssey users who are listening live. And shout out to those who listen us to us on, uh, I think they call it, time-shifted listening uh, in our business, be it through the podcast or the Rewind feature. Uh, we're going to be live at Sky River Casino this Friday. Matt George, uh, excuse me, this Thursday. This Thursday we're going to be live at Sky River Casino. Uh, Matt George confirmed to be with us. Jake Gaden's going to be with us. Will C is going to be with us. Uh, we're going to work on a couple of other things as well. But as we always do Inside the dopest casino in town, we are going to have a blast, good food, good drinks, uh, and we'll get the opportunity, one, to do the show uh, with everybody, and then kind of hang out and have some fun, have some food, have some drinks afterwards, uh, as we do each time. Uh, Jason Jones is going to join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Again, uh, shout out to Jake Browning, the still alive. The Bengals are still alive. Still alive, still fighting. They still, they still fight. Indeed, that was good. Bengals yeah. got what the Jets have needed all season. Mm. There you go, there you go. That's a bar right there. Yeah. Very and nice. That, and that puts the that puts the Bengals at six and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six and six. Big time win. And the AFC is just crazy right now. AFC is crazy. Yeah, AFC is a mess. I don't know who's getting that number one seed. Um, what I, what's Interesting, though, is it does feel like, and they've had situations before, and and <laughs> they've been able to weasel out of it. I don't think it's going to happen this year. But we're finally going to see Patrick Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. Mm. And I don't say that to say, like, yeah, he, we're going to see who he really is. now. No, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's on pace to being the greatest quarterback of all time. Whatever happens in that playoff game, is not an indictment on him, but we just, I just, we've never seen it. Yeah. You know, we've never seen Mahomes. Which, by the way, the is a the testament playoffs. to him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, shout out to Trey Henderson, too. Um, Trey Henderson saw, he, he's on the Bengals, obviously. He saw something was wrong with Trevor Lawrence and immediately tried to help him. Like, Trevor had a, like, he, I, I'm, 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 like, he just got stepped on. You see it right there up at your screen. He, he saw what happened. Oh, and he he immediately tried to help him. Um, you don't see that a ton, uh, especially in football, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. Sometimes you see guys flexing. Shout out to Trey Henderson who recognized he didn't do a lot in this, and he didn't really need to uh, stand up and flex over uh, Trevor Lawrence because right. that looked pretty nasty. Wasn't that Kayvon Thibodeau who did that for the Giants? He injured a quarterback, and he was doing yeah, like yeah. the snow angel or something. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, you know, and that's and, and at the end of the day, for the most part, that like that's what. Um, that's what this league is a lot of the times, especially this game of football. You you have respect for the guys that you play with because you know what it's like in the trenches. That's mm-hmm. why nobody and, – and I'm okay with it. I'm not saying that, like, this is what they should do. I even said I wouldn't really do this, just a thought. That's why nobody's blowing up them receivers on the touch push because you got – you know, ain't nobody trying to hurt nobody out here, and, and you could hurt somebody. Yeah. Doing something like that, so uh, yeah, that was that was that was good to see. Oh, as well. gosh, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to keep. Man, goodness gracious, you don't have to do Ouch. the slow mo replay. They said today too, he's just week to week. Yeah, they 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 called it a high ankle sprain. I I saw. 
I well, never know. It said you, if you can walk all through Duval, then well, sure, you can be week to that. week. He did that. I don't. I, I laugh sometimes when Ian Rappaport tweets. He was like, yeah, his extraordinary flexibility is what prevented. And I laughed because it's Ian Rappaport. And then I thought, well, that actually makes complete sense. Like, I, I, I get that. Um, and, yeah, poor Trevor Lawrence uh, walked a uh, half marathon. <laughs> To get to the x-ray table last night. They did that to Tom. See, Trevor's not that bad. You're fine. No, no, you're fine. You walked all this way. The, 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 they're, they're, they're walking. Hey, you're fine. You didn't need to throw your helmet, bro. You're good. <laughs> you're good. It's okay. It's okay. Just walk along. You're good. Uh, you're good. Doing a great job. I'm waiting for the Bengals, though. Still uh, standing, still strong. Yeah. You know, Niners made some, some news today. Uh, signing long-time versatile defensive back safety. Logan Ryan. And because of that, they had to cut Ty Davis Price. So the 49ers have cut their last two third round running backs. Get Kyle out of that. Get Kyle. Get Kyle out of the third round. Do not let Kyle in the draft room in the third round. Well, he loves running backs that he doesn't play. Well, and I was gonna talk about this the other day, man, because I was just thinking about the roster. The misnomer. I always fight about the misnomer of them not able to to hit in the draft. That's fine. That's not what I said, though. Third round. I just want to be clear. That's not what I said. Fred Warner was drafted in the third round. Yeah, so was Trey Sermon. Okay. So so was Solomon Thomas. You're going to be 50-50 pretty much in every round. I think uh, Solomon Solomon Thomas first round. Nick Bosa was first round. That's, that's my whole point. Like, oh. In all these rounds, you're going to have some hits and misses. Although I think uh, he had the two running backs. I think Akella Witherspoon was third round. And maybe C.J. Beathard was third round as well. Oh, CJ Beathard was third round for real? I think so. I think I think they were both third round. Yikes. So yeah, that's not okay. But this team this team has been has been built. Like, look at everybody around aside for Trent Williams and Charvarius mm-hmm. Ward. I mean, they've gone all through the draft to get mm-hmm. all these guys, you know, mm-hmm. first, second, all the rounds. Yep. All the rounds. And it's it's a it's something I think gets lost a lot of the times just because they're like a good team now. Um, they they had to – I say all the time, they had to build this thing up from 2-14 and 14 mm-hmm. with Chip Kelly. They built this thing up. And look where they're at now. You know, they're, they're one of the premier teams uh, in football. And the – I forgot what it was when we said this, but the streak continues – for the 49ers. I think they've won 16 regular season games in a row in November and December. When we brought it up, wasn't it 12? I think it was. I don't I don't remember bringing this up. Because we brought it up and you were like, damn, that's crazy. The last time they lost in November and December oh, right, was right, right, 2021 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Tennessee. Who's the coach that's sixth? Is it Matt LaFleur? Matt LaFleur is so. like 16 and 0 in December. Maybe yeah, maybe so. They're going to they might finish like 11 and 6. They don't play a team with a winning record the rest of the year. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Kyle. Are you I'm not as out on Jordan Love as everybody else is. People seem to really dislike Jordan. I don't feel like he's I don't this, really dislike him, but I also don't think he's that good. No. Like he's average. You think he's average quarterback. I think he's developing. These are the first 12 Games of his career, right? I think he's an average quarterback. Okay, I think he, I think he can be. Franchise. Not everybody can be Brock Purdy, Kenny. Why are they doing? 
What is I going on? Here? I caught. I caught that. <laughs> Look at my, my 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 poor brother confused too. He was like, hey, what? Hey. <laughs> My remember, man, my man dressed like the cover of Thriller too for the game. Remember when they used to um, zoom in on Win Horse's face? Oh, that the was the worst. That was just the worst. When Win Horse face in HD that close, <laughs> 4K. Stop it. But uh, Jordan loves okay. I, now I, I take that back. I don't have. I haven't come to a conclusion at all about him. He's still a young quarterback. Yeah, I, I want to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people think that he's not good. I've seen moments from him. I was like, hey, I think this kid might be all right. I've he, seen moments from him. Where I was like, oh boy. He, the the this passes is tough. he made in the uh, game on Sunday, uh, oh. pretty fortunate. Well, <laughs> pretty fortunate. He threw that one like into the sky in between five <laughs> five Chiefs uh, defensive backs, and it just fell right into the Packers receiver's hand. All right. Interesting decision, but it worked. Atlanta really going to win that division, huh? That's what it looks like. Somebody said over the weekend, Derek Carr should retire. Mm. Mm. He's either not playing well or getting beat up in the game. Yeah. yeah he got beat up again. Jameis came in there again. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm still in on Jameis. He can, <laughs> he, saw, he, he can win them we that We saw division. Jameis and Mariota this week. We did. Man, what a weekend it was. Remember that uh, discussion? Oh, my gosh. I remember that Rose Bowl. Of course. That was the first college football playoff, I think. I think it was. No. Yeah, because it was. Oh, yeah. Semifinals. Yeah, because. No. And Mariota, yeah, they lost to Ohio State. That's right. He lost to Oregon at the Rose Bowl. It was was Mariota. They were defending national champions. He played. Uh, they played Oregon in the Rose Bowl in the semifinal. Oregon lost to Ohio State in the championship. Okay. Cardell Jones. Car- I remember Cardell. Ohio State didn't play Florida Florida State in any of these? I don't know why I was thinking that. Because that, was that, that Jameis' last year? Or mm-hmm. did he play? That was Jameis' yeah. last year, right? Yeah, because they both left after that. Mar- and it was yeah, Mariota yeah. versus Jameis in the semifinal. Number one. Yeah. Okay. That was a classic. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and now look where we're at the last one. <laughs> this for is this for sure. This kicks in next year. Yeah. Ugh. Can't get one more year. I can't believe I'm asking. If you get one more year of meaningful football, <laughs> just one more. The other. Oh, well, we're we're kind of here, I guess. Uh, you see, Caleb Williams isn't playing. I, I'm surprised Caleb Williams played regular season games. I don't like that I, man was done like four weeks ago. I understand it. It's a business. These these kids are businesses, entities unto themselves. I get it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I understand. I get it. Tell I, me why you don't like it. I just wish they play. Just play the game. Like did it. But why don't you like him making the decision to to not play in a meaningless game for him? Because it didn't happen in the past. Those people came out all right. But what's that? Yeah, but that got nothing to do with nothing. It's it's a different world. It's almost like uh, it's almost like how you feel about Victor not playing a lot. Like at what point are we gonna play the games? Like they're trying to preserve Victor, so they're well, not my, gonna play him all the time. Well, my thing with Victor is Victor does, isn't hurt. Like he's never been hurt. Like that's that's been his thing. He's been the, like they've it, they've taken care of him. He's been this model of health. Like I don't understand why you're load managing a kid who seems to be just fine. And basketball is different than football. For mm-hmm. sure, um, and once again, like I said, I understand. I get it. I get the business aspect of it, but 
I don't know. I just so if Caleb, if Caleb, you know, obviously, well, well, he's not playing, so it doesn't matter. This hypothetical doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Caleb plays. You know, I'm listening to Kenny Carraway. He's right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play. Mm -hmm. Gets hurt. Mm -hmm. Breaks his leg. Whatever. Kills his draft stock. Whatever the end of the story is, but it kills his draft stock. We know that immediate money is very, very different. Mm -hmm. Are you rooting for the next guy to play in the bowl game? Yeah, I would wish they would play. If they said no, I would understand it. Just like mm -hmm. I, under I understand Caleb not playing. I wish he would play. Okay, that's, that's I don't have a problem yeah. with him not playing. It's not like he's you know passing on the college football playoff or like oh, he's not even passing on a big bowl game. I don't think. I, I know this. I'm 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 being. It's essentially an exhibition. I'm being kind of facetious at this point. But why would Bryce Bryce Young play any more games in the NFL? Yeah, he gets paid to. Caleb gets paid to play USC. Caleb gets paid to go to USC. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah Caleb different. gets paid to go to USC. USC. Um, and you know that's where we're going next, though. They don't get paid to play in these bowl games. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, think about it. I'm, uh, 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 you know, Joe's Honda dealer, and I, oh, I want USC to win this. I'm going to pay Caleb mm -hmm. or whoever. Five hundred thousand dollars to go play in this game? Oh, absolutely! Beats by Dre. I need Ab you to play in this game. Absolutely. Can you do that? Absolutely. Yes. Why couldn't you? Isn't that like along the lines, like the integrity of the game? Like they're paying you to play. Like, does, do you get what I'm thinking? Well, it's to to me, and I, this is probably not popular. The hot, what was it? The the, the bowl, whatever bowl game he's in, it's an exhibition game. Because mm -hmm. USC's already getting paid. The, the schools are already paid. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Everybody got paid. Holla. They get paid. See y'all at the draft. <laughs> I look. I understand. I'm telling it. you, that dude didn't want to play the end of the regular. When that dude fell into his mama's arms, like, well, okay, that so, man didn't want to play so, football and, again. And this, this is unfair. This, I, I understand. This could be unfair for me to say. Then why? What are, we, what are we crying about? What are we crying about? Well, he, he. I don't think that's unfair. He probably didn't think his team was going to suck this bad. So now you see your team sucks, so you don't I'm, want to play no more. He didn't do that. He kept well, wait playing. Wait a minute, he kept playing. He yeah, kept playing. Yeah, but uh, that even in this game, he's well, too, I'm not going to tell anyone how to how to feel. That was my. I don't know that that's how he felt. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I'm watching him. I, was like, I don't think this kid wants to play no more. <laughs> he went from the. I mean, for for four weeks we talked about Caleb Williams is the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, we were saying that before he even played a game. Right. He didn't even get the. He he didn't even get the flight to New York. I'll give you before we get out of here. I'll give you uh, five cents if you know what bowl he's playing in. You give me five cents. Mm -hmm. I know. I trust you won't look, so we can answer this when we go to break. Don't look at the chat either. I'll give you five cents if you know the bowl he's playing in. I he's playing, don't. He's playing against Louisville. I I have a vague. I don't. I have. I swear I remember like a Holiday Bowl logo, but I don't even think that that's real. What, the Holiday Inn? What is it? It's the Holiday Inn Bowl? What is it? Is it Holiday something? The it's the Holiday Inn, right? The Holiday Bowl. It is the it's Oh, that's that's the that's direct, the name of it? Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that's there the was another. San Diego. So that's, I think that's what I was thinking. I thought the sponsor was Holiday Inn, and that was the, <laughs> so it's the direct TV. All right. Run my guys I five knew cents. I, I knew I saw a Holiday. So, yeah, do I get two and a half cents? <laughs> no. For, for, you know what? You you get a win in the pocket watchers. Hey! Uh, we gotta go to break. By the way, sorry, Kenny, can't talk about we'll it. Come Mike. back, Jason break. Jones next. <laughs> you know, if I need to ask them. Oh, 
I'm curious what the next thing you were going to say was. I know, I know what you were doing. No, I was, no, I was literally going to ask because you've probably done more research on it than I have. Do you think something fishy happened? Oh, 100%. Really? Oh, like absolutely. Internally? Absolutely. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they try to portray it as it was a, a rogue. So the person. government, so. <laughs> Let's get into it. Jason Jones can wait. JFK conspiracies, baby. So here's what happened. I asked Kenny if he had ever, in the chatty house, if they had ever seen the Walter Cronkite clip of him announcing JFK's death Mm -hmm. in 1963 and how I've always just been enamored with that clip and the way Walter Cronkite handled it. And then Casey brought up JFK and, yeah, like I've, I I, I think I 100% believe something happened that day, like something fishy happened that day. And, um, I think, I I think the government believed they got a, I I do believe, I I don't know how to like phrase it. Mm. I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald just go, you know what? President's in Dallas. I'm off in his ass today. Mm. I don't believe that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Like there's too many things that just don't add up. But what they didn't account for was the video. The Zapruder film changed. There's videos, by the way, besides that one, all over Daily Plaza. But that's the one that everyone watched was like, wait a minute, he grabbed his throat? Mm. Wait a minute, he got the back into the left thing? It's like, wait, that, that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up with what we were told. Although the doctors in Dallas said the same thing. Like, he got, he got, he got shot in the, like, in the front. Mm. That Multiple. was... That's a grizzly video. There's a, it that is. is a it's grizzly I, we, video. I right. was watching something on the the doctors because all of these documentaries came out because it was the 60th anniversary on the 22nd. This year was the 60th. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So on the 50th, so it, I think that was Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. On the 50th anniversary, mm-hmm. the History Channel Twitter oh, account, Channel. they did one of the dopest, creepiest things I've ever seen. On the 50th anniversary, they tweeted as if it was that day. Mm. So they were tweeting as if there was Twitter in 1963. Wow. And it's like, President Kennedy has landed at Love Field. Oh, wow. He's making Jeez. his way. It, it's, it, it, it was, I followed it the whole day. Yeah. It was one of the most fascinating things I had ever seen. And then, of course, you get to that, wow. that fateful moment. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things to read about. It's, it's, it, it, it really is. Uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't done a deep dive into it. You know, I I just know the the uh, bare the skeleton of it all. Uh, but yeah, we'll bring Jason Jones into the conversation. <laughs> Wasn't Jason a history major? Uh, African American studies uh, major. Well, I mean, the, the, well, there's a there's another clip of uh, he was headed to the trademark. We're talking about JFK because why wouldn't we be Jason? The, the King's no, lost. That's not. why we're talking. About <laughs> he was headed to the he was headed to the trademark, and like th- th- it's almost like they make a point to show how black people reacted to JFK's death because mm. like he was the one who was supposed to fix everything back in 1963, and they always show black people reacting to JFK's death. Mm. And of course, <laughs> it was <laughs> of course it was all at, at the trademark. It was all the help. Mm. It's like the waiters and the cooks and all this. It's like so. No one else, just the just the waiter, huh? All right, that's almost all right. 
No. So I'm you're like, you're a you're a you're a media guy. Have you ever watched the Walter Cronkite clip of him announcing JFK's assassination or death? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've seen it at some point. I mean, it's not like it's not like in my top ten highlights of things I remember watching. But you know, okay. I'm sure at some point I had to have seen you know the the, the announcement. Yeah, it's 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 ingrained in my head. I I find that to be an incredible piece of media. All right, let's officially welcome in our man, uh, Jason Jones of The Athletic. Jay, th- this day really spiraled out of control. Yeah, I don't know what I walked into. I well, was going to tell Kenny I like the message on the hoodie, but the color combination is well, disgusting. Well, Did you buy it for the message or the color? The message first and the color helped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a big Oregon State fan, man. So <laughs> um. I started the show, Jay, talking about, like, I'm out, man. I'm not super sure about the Kings. Like, I'm a little uneasy about the Kings, like, from what we've seen of them this year. There's just a couple of things that I'm not I'm not comfortable with. And, man, that spiraled into, like, two hours and 45 minutes of trade Harrison Barnes. Mike ran a soft-ass training camp. Like, it <laughs> <I> did. God. <laughs> It got weird, man. You mean to tell me that video of him yelling at Malik Monk didn't change everyone's mind? You know, because there's no way that could have possibly been, you know, prepared. No, let me shut up. You know, all I know is that you can't say that when people were like, look at what a great coach he is. He yelled at Malik and they released it. Like, okay, calm down. He yelled at Malik. Guys get yelled at, but now he's assault. Whatever. It was. Whatever. Just, just a just a weird just a just a just weird vibes following a, a loss to the New Orleans Pelicans last night at the Golden One Center. <laughs> yeah, but I mean you want to give up 127, 130. I mean, hey, I was told all last year it didn't matter. <laughs> well hey, you know, and the thing is, defensively, you got two you know, I've said you know, you see why the pairing you know, either you get a, a a defensive anchor and let Sabonis play four, which I don't know if you could, you know, I mean, you don't, or you get like that rangy guy to go next. You got to do something maybe to help defensively. I don't know, but I mean, to me, they're not that, you know, it's, I don't, they don't, when I watch them, they're not drastically different from last year. I mean, I think De'Aaron's great, you know, Mm -hmm. but you know, Hey, like a team that plays that way when the threes aren't falling, you know, I just kind of, you know, I, I also do believe that the other teams are also, I think the, the, the playing field is much more jumbled right now, too. Do so. you, so do, how do you feel about the Kings? I know you kind of just spoke on it, but, you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of angst, and I'm like, they're fine. Are they, can they be better? Sure, they can be better. Do, do you want them to improve? Sure, absolutely. But I, I don't, a lot of people are upset you know, from, from last night. And we'll, we'll talk about some of the reasons why subconsciously <laughs> there's an issue, but I look at the Kings. I was like, they just lost the game last night. They're all right. I think they, the same thing I thought a month or two ago, they could be anywhere from three to seven. I, I don't, I don't let, I mean, if you're going to let last night be your reason to panic, I mean, Oh, well, let's go ahead and stop watching basketball. I mean, <laughs> teams lose games and, you know, hey, you know, Brandon Ingram's pretty good. Mm. You know, <laughs> Zion Williamson is pretty good. You know, I know both of those guys are guys that have been injured a lot, but I mean, that's a pretty talented team over there with New Orleans. You know, 
So there's no shame in losing to them. I mean, maybe that the fact that it was part of the tournament had everyone such angst. Maybe there were people really looking forward to going to Vegas. And to me, that's probably the greatest thing Adam Silver's done with this whole thing. I still can't get myself worked up to be like, oh, my God, a team won or lost. But some of these players clearly want that 500K. <laughs> and a lot, you see a lot of fans really, like, upset. Yeah. You know, so I think I think that's probably part of it. There was maybe some subconscious thinking that you win this game, you go to the semis mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, you lost a game in December. Which well, is cool, that's... which is cool in my opinion. Like, I, I'm – I would want people and players to, if I'm Adam Silver, obviously, to take this seriously, to, mm-hmm. to get emotionally invested in it and maybe not think that everything is bad for the season, but be upset that, oh, man, we're knocked out of the, the tournament now. That's, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because, I mean, how long have we been saying we wish the guys cared before Christmas? Yeah. You know, or the way it got the last couple of years, cared before the All-Star break. I mean, it got to a point where guys are like, hey, if I just play March and April, I think I'll be okay. Hmm. So, I mean, I I, yeah, I I, think that's maybe part of the subconscious frustration is just that. And plus, New Orleans has beaten them three times. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's one other reason that you didn't mention. It's what uh, happened uh, about uh, about 20 minutes before tip. Tyrese, oh, yeah. Tyrese in, in Indiana punched, punched their ticket to Las Vegas. Uh, and then you start getting all the stuff on the internet. Oh yeah, them together. Oh, oh yeah, my God, the Kings. Tyrese would not be Tyrese, and De'Aaron would not be De'Aaron if they were playing together. They I mean, I, I think I, I don't understand why. With but two seasons later, we're still having this discussion because they, they weren't they, outside. They don't know. They they did. I mean, watch I, that I, team you know, was like. I saw that. I think it was uh, the four-letter network ESPN put that up. What if this combo was together? They would not be <laughs> averaging thirty and thirty in like. <laughs> it's they not, would not be. It, it wouldn't. It's just like it's common sense basketball. People act like they were the Splash Bros or something. Like they were just yeah. raining threes all the time. Yeah, it is. It is just baffling to me. It's like you do realize the way that was set up. One of them was going to get traded. I think once you saw how good Tyrese was as a rookie, you said, okay, it sounds great, but one of these guys got to go. And De'Aaron already had the extension. It, Mm. it, you know, it made sense. And then around the league in terms of trade talk, you, you, you want the guy on the lower contract. Well, it's not, it's not not crazy, but yeah, don't let, you know, may buddy Hill was hitting big shots too. Now no one's complaining about what if you kept buddy, no, we're not. No, that literally no one's ever complained about that. I mean, I, I feel a way about that. I mean, Buddy was hitting threes down the stretch, and no one's saying, well, what if they kept – I didn't see any things on the internet about the Buddy-De'Aaron you know, De'Aaron combo staying together. Are you demanding we be more upset about not Buddy not being here? We might as well if we're going to be ridiculous. Let's just go ahead and be upset that, you know, hey, yeah, why not? That's just state for the record. I don't think Tyrese I mean, let's that. just say – that, you know, the way the way, you know, when I do glance at social media for people's opinions, wait, let's just say they should have kept Tyrese and Buddy and, got, and get rid of Sabonis and Harrison. You know, get rid of both of them. <laughs> just why not? Because I from what I, way it looks like everyone thinks it's all Harrison Barnes fault, which is funny to oh, me. But that's hey. the other well, thing. Well, I, we'll get I want to get to that, too. But 
I forgot to mention this is my fault. Something you missed because you were at the game, and I don't know if you heard it in any other place, but did you hear Chris Haynes report that contract talks have started with with Fox? No. No, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's not really a huge deal. I mean, it's no, the so, so what he what he said was he, he reported it. He said the Kings oh, – I want to make sure I, I got it right, but I think he said the Kings went to De'Aaron's people with a contract extension, a two-year, hundred-something million-dollar contract extension. Mm-hmm. And the King – or the Fox and them declined because they want – they're holding out for a Supermax. And he made clear to say all of it was done in good faith. The Kings offered because, you know, they felt like they had to, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't necessarily expecting him to accept. Like right. a formality. Right. They weren't accepting mm-hmm. him to accept. And the King, or excuse me, Clutch and De'Aaron declined in good faith because business-wise it's better for them to see if they can get to Supermax status. And they're both both sides are like, we're just trying to be here. Like, this is just all formality type stuff. But right. I thought that was interesting. Like, they, that was like his first report of the day. Like, yeah, the Kings offered him an extension. Yeah, but that's, like, extension. that's a formality. I mean, you offer it because you have to. Mm-hmm. You decline it because you're supposed to. De'Aaron would be crazy <laughs> to take a two-year extension when he's going to have that five-year. At that point, it might be five years, $400 million at this rate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what did Jalen Brown get? I mean, yeah. the numbers yeah. just go up. Yeah. So, you know, De'Aaron will make another all-star team. He'll get all those Supermax things locked in. I mean, it's you know, it's I get that you I get that you have to kind of maybe report it, but it's not, you know, earth shattering things like, oh my God, De'Aaron didn't take the extension. He wants to leave. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's maybe, you know, because I've heard stories in the league where a team will offer a deal to someone. And they'll be like, wow, he really took it. And vice versa, where the player will go in expecting one thing and get offered a contract and go, oh, my God, we got to sign this right away. Mm. And I think everyone knows what De'Aaron's value is. I think everyone knows De'Aaron's the best player on the team. And De'Aaron's going to get a Supermax next time around. As he should. Mm. He's a superstar. Uh, that's yeah. what he is. Do you feel like this? You, you said um, you can see this team anywhere from, I think, three to seven. Is there something you think they could do, this roster can do to be better? This specific roster? they, I, It's more about cons- consistency, really. I mean, this is who you – I mean, you're not going to turn these guys into people who they aren't. Right, yeah. So, you know, in terms of – the, it's just about consistency. You know, can you get a consistent 15 a night from Harrison? If, if, if the bar, say, is 15 – Six rebounds, shoot forty from three. Can you count on that every night from, from say from a Harrison? Can you can you con- continue to expect Keegan to be a guy who can defend multiple positions? You know, it's just about you know consistency and improving because there is no magic pill you're the team and all of a sudden, you know whatever your deficiencies or issues are, now you're not going to turn Sabonis into Rudy Gobert in the paint. It's just not going to happen. So can you be solid in what you do? Can the coaching staff come up with something that they can execute consistently to, you know, to continue to improve? Because I think, you know, the one thing I think the the Kings do know is they can't get to the postseason and say, okay, now it's time to play defense. That's not going to work. So you got to just continue to build and try to get better. I mean, I don't think there's, 
there's you know like short of trading for a superstar you know third player type guy or all-star you got what you got and you got to make that work you know i think it really comes down to consistency yeah Yeah, i mean I, i i i think that what they have right now is good enough to to obviously be a playoff team be a good team how much do you look at maybe the the issues they had with the injuries so far this year through 20 games that they didn't really experience last year how much of that do you think plays into the angst of what the what the fans are seeing and you know maybe the inconsistent play that they may be having i don't think it's a uh, humongous factor for this because they haven't like lost a guy for 10 15 games i mean trey but you know tr- you know no disrespect but not having trey is not like not having De'Aaron or Sabonis. I'm sorry, Alex Lynn is missing, Jason. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no disrespect to Alex either, you know. But <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a, you know, a major thing where they've just been – where they've gone like a long stretch without a top seven guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got other teams like, you know, obviously Phoenix is – they they've had a whole team all year. The Lakers haven't had a whole team all year. So, you know, Jamal Murray missed a bunch of games. So you've got, you know, the Warriors get the tool well, – between suspensions and injuries <laughs> they've missed, you know, so, and like it's still early. We've got 20 something games in. Not even that. So, you know, yeah. So I just think, I don't think that's the, the, the major issue. I just think you gotta, and plus people forget about this last, they're not a surprise. Now teams are ready for them. You know, there is no, wow. They're the cute story of the NBA. There is no more. We turn on the TV and no one talks about Sacramento. So you're a marked like you, you think New Orleans wants to lose, you know, the New Orleans knows they they don't want to lose to the Kings. They know what's up. Mm-hmm. They know if it, you know, you know, you gotta start thinking a bit long term. They know if it's tight and you know a tiebreaker, you would rather play the Kings in New Orleans. <laughs> you know, say, what if they end up four and five? You'd rather play the Kings in New Orleans four times than play in Sacramento four times in yeah. a seven game series. So I mean it's it's going it's going to be like that, you know. And for, I think with the Kings, it's a matter of understanding where you are now. You're not a secret. You got two all stars, and teams are going to come at you, and they're going to, you know, make it tough. So I don't think that the injury thing is the main thing. I mean, I, some of the things I see were things that happened last year. They were just, you know, De'Aaron was just like a Superman in the fourth quarter, and I don't think you. I mean, as great as he is. I don't think you want to depend on De'Aaron having to score 10, 15 points every fourth quarter. It feels like Malik Monk has kind of taken the backup point guard role. Um, We've seen Keon get minutes. We've seen Davion get nothing. Do you think that'll work long-term? Malik Monk, obviously you saw – you see a ton of Mm -hmm. him with Sacramento. You saw a ton of him with Los Angeles. As the primary backup point guard, will that work? Uh – he played 32 minutes last night. I think Keon played eight, five, eight. eight he played minutes. eight minutes last eight minutes, night. Yeah. And Davion didn't. Like, Davion's just out. I mean, Malik, you know, that's kind of the thing about Malik is that they, as people say, there's a reason why he's best as a six man because he can be kind of inconsistent. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. We had a Jason Jones freeze. Wow. The first time Never. ever. We had a Jason well, Jones freeze. Oh, my goodness. I bet you they're going to announce the uh, Shohei Atani signing or something. 
All right, Jason is unfrozen. He's well, unfrozen. I'll be damned. The first ever Jason Jones freeze in show history. Jason, okay. congratulations. This is a big moment. I'm sorry. You were talking about Malik Monk. Go ahead. Yeah, it must be that must have been Malik to, you know, chiming in to make sure I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think I it, it just kind of sometimes it just kind of feels like they're still kind of finding their way. Like, you know, like you said Davion plays, Davion doesn't play, you know. I I like Malik as a scorer who can facilitate more than as a point guard per se mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. with this team you know you know I, I just i think as long as malik is attacking and aggressive you know you take what you get now and kind of the role of what he is point guard whatever i don't think that matters more so just the way he's playing but yeah it's just a weird you would think that they would have had that kind of settled based off of last year but it kind of says that after De'Aaron, mike is still kind of searching for what exactly works it feels you know, like they don't, and like I said, because what you don't want to do is having to play De'Aaron extensive minutes, all extended minutes all the time if you can help it. Mm-hmm. You know, De'Aaron's young, he's, you know, and all that, but still, I think you would rather be able to get 12 to 14 minutes from someone else at the point. Wow. Just, you know, just to give De'Aaron a break. And, and, and De'Aaron does like, you know, stretches of the game where he can, you know, be in attack mode and not have to be the facilitator as well. So, well, no, yeah, there's that too. I I was saying I I I go back to playing Davion a little bit more, but um, I also understand if Mike is looking at this situation, he doesn't really uh, whatever Davion's doing or not doing isn't messing with what he's trying to do. Keon, you know, just spell a couple minutes, and he wants to give Malik Monk twenty eight to thirty minutes a night. I, I'm mm-hmm. for that as well. I think that's a a good version of this Kings team as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's things you could. I think you're still trying to sort out, figure out. So, is that said, a, you know, is that a problem? Because because uh, we we talked about it a little bit, and there were people in the um, in the chat as well who felt like if you're still trying to work things out now, that's that's an issue. Do you think that's a problem? I don't think it's necessarily an issue because because you know it's like I said, uh, this is a new team. You don't have I mean, most of the guys are back, but you don't have that, you know, Terrence Ross dynamic. Not Terrence Ross. Terrence, Terrence Davis. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Got I my like Terrence is mixed Ross. up. But, you know, but it, it is a different team, you know, and just because you're a year, a year older, and like I said, teams are going to play you differently. Mm-hmm. Teams know you better. So you are going to have to make some adjustments along the way. And it's not like they're trying to figure out the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, you're looking at, six seven eight and on a lot of teams seven eight nine ten changes from game to game now if they were trying to figure if they were going through a we're going to you know say for example we can't decide if we're going to start herder or we're going to start monk or we're going to start this guy we're going to start that guy at the two or we didn't know you know you know like you know it you know people may not like harrison but if they were you know doing a thing where it was harrison one night and then you know we're going to go big and play trey you know if they that would be more of a concern to me. Mm. But I think they know their identity. And so a lot of it's going to be that boring coach talk of they got to play better. Is HB just an easy target? Is that is that all this is at this point? Is he's 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 just easy? Oh, he's always going to be an easy target. He's not a he's not a loud guy and mm-hmm. he's not going to say a whole lot. He doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, over the top expressions on the court. 
all that, so on and so forth. So, yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, whenever he plays bad, it's always going to be, even going back to his warrior days, I always felt like whenever he played bad, it felt like it was 20 times worse from the public. Like the fact that people I know who in the Bay who still blame him for 2016 and don't blame Draymond. <laughs> they still say if Harrison Barnes, I said, Harrison was like the fifth best player on that team. Why was it his fault? Mm. And I said, he didn't get kicked out of, a, he didn't get suspended for a, for a clincher game. Mm. But I just think Harrison, like, you know, and no matter what you say about Harrison, it's not going to bother. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to go on a rant. He's not going to go off, you know, so he's an easy target when he doesn't play well, but, he also, what coaches would always tell me is that he also does things that don't show up in the box score. I know fans hate hearing that, but that's what coaches are going to tell you. He does things that, that that don't always show up that make him valuable, but, you know, it's he's going to be a convenient target. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of that is true, just him being an easy target. There's also an aspect of he can't have games like he had last night. Like, you're just starting – um, small four, power four, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I know people don't like to hear this. Players don't like to hear this either. But you're making, you know, seventeen million dollars a year. You can't give me three points and four rebounds. And me look at four rebounds and be like, well, you didn't give me four rebounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's almost a problem in itself. Where I was like, well, he gave me four and not one. Like, wait a minute, that's that's the bar now. So, yeah, like, but, it, it's got to be a little more than that. Yeah, I agree. But in fairness to the salary part, I mean, he's not making a lot of money in today's NBA. I mean, he's making good money, but that's not like, uh, all. you know, I think that's like, you know. He's making fine. Part. He's got a fine mm-hmm. contract. It's yeah, he's not, got a, yeah, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's not broke or anything. He doesn't need a roommate, <laughs> uh, but he's, 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 he's not buying a private jet to fly around. Right, right. Yeah. But I understand kind of the angst of, you know, come on, four points, three rebounds. And plus Harrison, you know, he, he always starts the season with, by teasing, you know, he, he always comes out the season looking like Superman. Mm. Like he won't miss the first three weeks of the season and people kind of get lured into, Harrison's going to average 20-something a game. Hmm. No, what does a career tell you he's going to average? He's probably going to end up around there. Hmm. So I just think, that, you know, it's definitely right to expect more. And I'm trust me, Harrison expects more of himself. But just the question is how much more. That's why I said, is 15 and 6 kind of the – I mean, would that be the no, – I'd fall out and throw a parade if he got 15 and 6. 15 and All 6 right. is pretty – that's up there. That's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's at yeah, 11. He last year about what, 14, 15? I think, he's I think at he had 15 last year. I think he's at 11 and three right now. 11 and. Yeah, now you got now you got me curious. What did what did he average oh, last year? I could year? tell you. I'll look it up for you. I I th- actually, year, just, he might have been 15 and five last we year. Just, we just had it. We had it pulled up earlier. Yeah, ain't gonna stick. You got, we're not gonna bash my boy Harrison Barnes like that. Oh, Harrison's no. my buddy. They not bashing there. Harrison, but Harrison. Oh no, got, we're definitely Harrison not. Was Fifteen and four and a half last year. Yeah, if he got to that this year, I mean, four. He's I, at I think he should be doing more than four and a half. Like I, Kevin Herter is almost getting five rebounds a night. But outside of Sabonis, do they have a great rebounder? That's why we need him to rebound. <laughs> so I mean, I almost can't. I'm like, you just got a gang rebound. But I mean, there's like, it's like that that strained relationship where it's like, okay, 
do I want these guys crashing the boards or do I want these guys getting out and running? Mm. And some teams choose to remember the heat, those heat teams, they chose to sacrifice boards some nights to get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were perennially one of the, you know, you look at the numbers, one of the worst rebounding teams in the league because their attitude was no Chris Bosh, you stay out here and get the, hit the glass, LeBron and Wade, you take off. So I don't, I'm not I'm not saying that you know I'm not calling you know De'Aaron and Harrison Bosch and LeBron, but I mean you just have to you have to find the balance, and I wonder why you know why does it have to be just Harrison to get over? <laughs> you know why is this all on Harrison? He's just the easy target. That's all it is. Like it's not. But I mean De'Aaron, we've Keegan. seen, I mean we've seen Keegan struggle at times over the last year, and I know he's younger. He's a younger player, but. There seems to be a much more understanding feel, even when Kevin Herter came out and struggled this year. There's Kevin, gonna be a much more understanding the, the, vibe, the vibe about it. The difference with that, though, is Kevin Herter couldn't hit a shot, and he went and got on the boards. Kevin Herter started scrapping and doing things like, my shot's falling, my shot is broke, but I'm not going to just disappear. And that's the frustration. Like, and Harrison, and the thing about it is Harrison doesn't do it all the time. Like, he has good games quietly. I'm just saying, like, when he has games like last night, like people that are are very, very nice people, very well-mannered, like don't get up in arms, were texting me yesterday with with Harrison Barnes' box score. And I was like, damn, I didn't even notice he played that way. It's I think yeah, two things can be equally true. He is an equal, easy target, and he also can't give performance like he did last night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't, yeah, 34, he played 34 minutes and got yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. You said two things can be true. You know, I'm not saying that everyone should be like, yeah, that's a good job, Harrison, four points. <laughs> but I mean, I also think that <laughs> he's. Know you know, mean. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounded really jacked up, and I wouldn't. I'm just saying <laughs> we shouldn't give him a pat on the back for four points. But on the <laughs> other hand, just kind of like, yeah, he's like I said, he's. A, at the, I think every fan base has that one player. That they're going, you know, you know that no matter what, you're going to pick on. Oh, and no, now that know. you know, and for years it was Chivano. Chivano's been gone for a while. <laughs> who are you going to be mad at? Harrison, step right on into that role of the guy we're going to pick on all the time. <laughs> kind of true. Who was it? It was it was Willie before. Oh yeah, oh, it was Willie. Oh, yeah. oh, Willie drove this fan base nuts. <laughs> Every Willie. time I wrote a Willie Collie Stein story. But here's the difference between all those guys. <laughs> Willie was just, I don't know. The <laughs> night he explained why he doesn't go for rebounds because he wasn't going to hurt his hand again. I'm not jumping up out of rim like that. <laughs> I just said, okay, this is. It's over, yeah. pal. <laughs> yeah, it's said, this is going to go over well. Yeah, this is going to go over real well when they read this. <laughs> Jay. We drafted, Kings fans, yeah. like, we drafted a defensive player who doesn't want to rebound. Yeah. Thinking about his future, doesn't want to hurt his hand. Hey, you know, he's an artist, you know, you can't mess up your hands, you know, <laughs> on the rim. Uh, before we let you go, Jay, do you want to take this moment to announce your retirement or did we did we back out of that? Are we going to keep going? Uh, when did I retire? Well, Jay, I mean, Jason had this b- big moment. He collaborated with JaVale McGee. Ah, and I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know what's possible. I don't know what's next. I mean, outside of a collab with Roman Reigns, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's next for Jay. Cause he got the, he I don't got have the much. McGee. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I really don't have much left. The mega powers were formed. <laughs> the handshake took place. Yeah. 
I did that interview. I was like, first off, Javel, you got robbed in the dunk contest in 2012. <laughs> that just just so we get that out the way. That was all staged for Blake, you know. But yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun one to write, you know. I, I caught up with him when actually before they played the Lakers. Mm. Uh, got him on the you know, on the phone and you no. Know, Talked about you know the, the doc he's got going on y'all check that out on his YouTube page and yeah it, that yeah yeah I mean I mean I see this year I've, I've talked to Jafel McGee Bianca Belair mm-hmm. uh, Rhea Ripley can't tell me nothing man I don't Jade, Jade is hey. next I'm speaking in existence oh, Jade yeah. is next yeah. yeah I don't yeah I, yeah yeah I don't do that yeah I do that yeah I think my my girlfriend's gonna be like <laughs> Jay's like, no, nah, I ain't talking to Jay. That's too far. I mean, my girlfriend's gonna say you can't meet any of the male wrestlers you like. Oh, there's a <laughs> thing. You're gonna meet Rhea, Bianca, and Jade. And I'll be like, hey, this this, this is the job. Like, this is the job. Not even Nia Jax either. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I this is the job. I have to talk to them. And she'll be like, Okay, I hate you. Hey, I love Rhea, dude. I love oh, yeah. Shout out, oh my god. Shout out, yeah, Rhea might be Rhea's, you know, one of the top three in the company, period. I love yeah. the era of like I love this like era of the long championship brain. Oh yeah. Like between Roman, Rhea, and I'm missing one. G- Gunther? Gunther. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Gunther's had the IC title yeah. forever. Yeah, he has. It's been what almost almost what, a year and a half? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's had like the longest reign of all time or something. Like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, he yeah, passed. He the beat the honky tonk man. <laughs> the honky tonk. Which is the most random? You look at the history of wrestling. Like, what he? Had the greatest watch. intercontinental champion of all time. Elvis impersonator the keeps man. the belt for a year. <laughs> he's good. I'm good. He's bad. We've worked the honky tonk man and JFK into this conversation <laughs> with Jason yeah. Jones. Yeah, it's it's gone off the rails clearly, but that's okay. You, got to do that in december you know hey you lose the in-season tournament game oh, at home you got to do something no. you got you got you got to do something jay we appreciate you my man thank you as always all right y'all thank catch you, you next bro. time jason jones of the athletic check out all of his great work he's got a lot i mean he, he talked to uh barry sanders recently mm. uh, a lot of great stuff over in the culture section of the athletic including uh the team uh ranking the in-season courts oh who's number one minnesota Okay. Minnesota was number one. Okay. Los Angeles was number two. The Lakers, excuse me. I or- like Boston's the best. Orlando, Utah. Let's see where Boston is. Well, this could take a while. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm down to 11. Why they do that to your boys, Jesse? Well, I'm just glad Lucky Caraway's on our side. <laughs> Lucky Caraway. Dallas. I don't know if I'm going to get to the uh, Sacramento. Where's Sacramento tied for like, Sacramento tied for 15th. <laughs> oh, no. This we're average. That'd be good for defense. This looks more like a Minnesota Timberwolves court than a Sacramento Kings court, but I can't what? deny liking it on its own merits. Major demerit points for distracting for the distracting golden one. Uh, <laughs> well, how was that stupid ad on the Oh, Jason Jones, another court where the colors make me think of the Cowboys. I never thought of the Cowboys. Just like here's Boston, the, the Warriors. I never thought of the Warriors. Boston is twentieth. Jason Jones says the stripe down the middle makes me think Notre Dame should also be playing on this court. Real, real quick, who's last? It's probably Dallas because they don't have a court. <laughs> Remember they couldn't get their court uh, regulation, so they had to go with a regular the, court. 
That's why Cuban sold. <laughs> so we told him, dude, you can't do this anymore. Last, well, this isn't fun. It's the Pelicans. Oh, no. I see that this is, I'm only reading Jason's lines. I see the Pelicans went with a color combo. The late macho man Randy Savage would have worn in his old WWE days. If I was on Bourbon Street, I'd rock these colors with a drink in my hand with no problem. It's a good one. I guess on that note, we're going to go to 102.5. Uh, if you want to join us on Thursday for our live show at Sky River Casino, uh, 32 Bruce Street. We would love to see you. Matt George is going to join us. Uh, Jake Gaden's going to join us. Will Z is going to join us. The drinks will be there. The food will be there. And one of these PS5s will be with us as well. And we will be giving that to you. As always, live show starts at 12 o'clock. Uh, we'd love to see you. We're headed over to 1025 to give away some tickets over there. Uh, if you want to run it back. Don't move. We got that coming up next on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Vamos, nobody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 